0: No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie it, come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie, come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight.
1: and girls, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you are. It's Monday night, and you're live with another edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Thank you for joining us. As always, tonight's recommended drink is Cheekbox Wine, tonight's recommended snack, Bland brand, No Name Crackers. This is the official wine and crackers broadcast right here at 7pm. That's right. It's 7pm, it's always been on at 7pm, the show has always been on at 7pm, and if anybody tries to tell you that the show hasn't always been on at 7pm, you should dismiss them immediately because they are trying to gaslight you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player, and of course... If you would like to offer me a mistrial, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, so much to get through, so little time. Thank you for joining us. Hope you had a lovely weekend because I certainly did. So much to get through. Um, we're going to have a little fun tonight. I've got a couple of little things for you. One one item I'm very much looking forward to is I promised it on Friday but that we would get to it tonight. Winning TV. Exactly. (laughs) Winning TV with a diamond, 7pm sharp, as always, this is why you are the king. Thank you. Thank you. The head of the boogie stand cart patrols, ladies and gentlemen, Phil D'Angelo of Winning TV, dlive.tv slash Winning TV. Uh, Later on in the show, we will get to a cart narcs. It's been a while since we've visited the narcs, and I think it's important to check in to see what these brave people are doing. Holy shit! The- Gypsy of Diamonds with the Ninja Genie. steals the Ninja Genie, Gypsy. She says you sit on a throne of lies. Well, thank you for the donation. <laughs> thank you for pay- thank you for paying the money to uh, say that I'm a liar. That's lovely of you. Thank you very much. <laughs> please, please continue insulting me. <laughs> Cha-ching! <laughs> thank you for joining us. Gypsy of Diamonds, of course. So, <laughs> a lot to get through ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us uh so we will get to the car next later on uh, an item that i do have for you later on is uh, it's something that i think is important that we need to discuss and that is i think we may have discovered a way to cure coronavirus ladies and gentlemen believe it or not i'm not spreading disinformation i'm not spreading medical conspiracy theory this is not you know hydroxychloroquine right this is we're not talking about that what I'm talking about is, of course, to the astute observers amongst us, we already know this, but what I am talking about, of course, is the, the potential cure for coronavirus being that uh, the addressing of toxic masculinity, or as it's now called, hyper-masculinity. Exactly, Sinister Charlie, thank God we got there, guys. We figured it out. So we'll get to that a little later on as well. Um, before we do all that, though, I think this is something that we probably need to discuss in a cultural context. I have noticed, although I'm not like a huge hip-hop fan, I have noticed that recently there's been a bunch of rappers well, over the last year or two a lot of rappers have been dying. Dying. Lots of them. If you think how many rappers died in 2020, it was like there was one a week at one point. So, I imagine for the hip-hop and rap community, the talent on the ground must start, must be starting to get a little thin, right? We're running out of rappers. We're running out of hip-hop stars. So what are we going to... Is X going to give it to you? Well, I don't know if X is going to give it to you, uh, but somebody's X may give it to you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I think it's important to identify the next generation of rappers coming through, the next generation of hip-hop stars who are on the horizon... Uh, and, and, you know, let's, let's applaud some fresh young talent. Let's see who the next crop of hip-hop megastars is going to be, ladies and gentlemen. So I thought I'd bring you this. Habers, you got my number. I've got the deals and I've got them drivers. Got to grow next door.
2: You know, I ain't got no neighbors. I'm a local hero. And I'm talking to towns, And I'm known to the gathers. And I've been poking in a truck, that being in a bag a rover, never pulled over, Foot down and I can't straight cause I ain't that snobber. I'm a lovely Look, look, who's there? I came to kick your front door down.
1: <laughs> the like <laughs> Frozen Asia, the chat. I don't hate this. This is probably the best British rap I've ever fucking heard in my life, to be honest Like I they're they're way better than any other British rap I've ever heard. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see what we are watching is a couple of I'm gonna say older British men. They've got they've got that London geezer accent, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? He was in there fucking starting up a Barney this cunt, you know. And uh, you know, they're white guys. Uh, one of them has like a nice big Mr. T-style gold chain around his neck. Just one though. Mr. T used to have a lot of chains. This guy's just got one. Uh, he's holding a bullet on the screen. Well, at least a shell casing. So, so it's a couple of gee. It's a couple of London geezers getting their fucking groove on, mate. And if you got a problem with that, you come and see me. You know what I mean? You come and have. You come over. We'll have a little chat about it. All right? Now get the fuck out of here. It's, they got.
2: Next
1: door, you know, no, I ain't got I no favors. I'm a local hero. Right, I don't do no favors. A I'm a local hero.
2: Cabin, and i have been poking around. Let's ditch that phone and that bing in a chug that being in a bag of the rover.
1: Never pulled over. Foot that down and I can't drive straight because I ain't got fu- he, He's fucking good. I don't know what to tell you. He's, I don't know. It sounds good to me. Maybe if you're a rap purist, you'd hate it. I don't know. But it sounds like, you know, it's not. I think, like, what makes a lot of rap suck is there's no creativity in how they, like, they don't break up how they pronounce the words. Like, a lot of rap is like, they just keep the same rhythm. They're, you know, they're breaking it up, they're slowing down, they're speeding up. I guess is that's good, isn't it? I don't know. Being in a
2: bag a rover, never pulled over. that down, and I can't drive straight because I ain't that snobber. I'm a lovely keyser. Yeah. I'm I cook rocks and butts, yeah. smash eggs of pain. Look <laughs> <laughs> who's there! I came to kick your front door down. Crack your door Chan, ping ping power, lay the Working the block like clockwork, out in the sticks with dust kept like, you The man in the car, another man rolled in a bag of smokes. I'm grooving reckless, grab that man by the necklace. From broke rope for the line. Checks in his numbers like, look, Kenny,
1: be in the chat, little bedpan. Ah, little bedpan. He's a mean motherfucker, he is. Come on. Like,
2: yeah. Motherfucker.
1: And... Ah, hey, but- Absolutely brilliant. So let me let me put that in the chat for you. I saw that because uh, Mark Rabia retweeted it. And it flashed up on my feed. And he said, I can't stop watching this. And I know exactly why. All right. Now, as you know, the Derek Chauvin verdict is due to drop. You know, it could could be a couple of days, it could be a couple of weeks, depending on how intimidated the jury members are (laughs) to get a result. (laughs) Actually, I don't, 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 don't pay any attention to that. Let me rephrase that. Uh, Let's say, depending on how motivated the jury is to find a result. Hey, hey, see what we did there? I know your tricks, corporate media. Well, it looks like a Derek Chauvin trial, it looks like the jury is being returned in record speed here. They have, it seems they're very motivated to deliver their findings. (laughs) They've been very motivated. (laughs) We know what we're doing. Can't get us that easy. So there's a lot of talk about uh, the Derek Chauvin trial, obviously, closing arguments worth today. I haven't been covering the trial so much as I've been covering covering the commentary around it. Which I do find interesting. I noticed, um, I noticed over the weekend, where I you know, nothing in particular, but just like the general ebbs and flows of narrative, right? I check a whole bunch of sources, and I just kind, you know, you just kind of mentally put them, you know, on a particular track, and you can see the way conversation flows. You know, it's 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 why on this show we've we got so much right in regards to like lockdown schedules and stuff. Because we know when they do this particular thing, then that, that means the next thing is open for business, right? And if when they do this particular thing, that means it opens the door to something else. They'll even tell you in press conferences and whatnot, politicians will often make the statement, uh, "This opens the door to more stringent contact tracing or something." Like they'll they'll use those kinds of terms. But what it means is, well, now that we've passed the law, we can legally surveil you where we couldn't legally do so before, right? That would be the honest adult way of saying it, but of course they treat us like children for our own protection, mind you, to keep us safe. So I have noticed the commentary, it for the last three months, I'm gonna say, or thereabouts, generally the commentary was running along one track with a, with a very, 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 very small amount of dissent. And that was uh, Derek Chauvin is absolutely guilty of murder. Like there is no other option. Yeah, you remember when, And and to prove my thesis is correct, I'll give you a real world example. Well, real world in the sense that Twitter is the real world, but how real is that? Whatever, you know what I mean. So I put out on Twitter something like, "I'm not, I'm not covering the Chauvin trial for a reason, because the corporate media has basically um, convinced everybody that there's like there's not even a point for a trial. Something more or less along these lines that." there's not even a point for a child. They've been preparing everybody, building the expectation that he is absolutely guilty, right? And there's no possible way that he could be acquitted. So I'm not doing that. And then, and then you know, sure as shit, somebody, you know, replies to me and says, well, actually, uh, you know, he is guilty of murder because of this, this, and this. And I'm like, see, they, they're proving my point point. they don't even understand the, what I'm making. They don't understand the point that I'm making. And they're proving Shake 771 with the diamond. Thank you very much, Shakes. Shake diamond there. So that's what I was noticing for the last three months was that's the like the trend of reporting. That, hey, he's absolutely guilty of murder. There's no way he's going to be acquitted. And then like a week or so ago, I, I noticed a shift, you know, a complete 180. And by the weekend, it was coming thick and fast. And the story, the commentary had now turned from that into well if he gets acquitted i think x will happen right if he gets acquitted it's because of racism if he gets acquitted it's because there is white supremacy built into the system and then of course the cherry on top to cap it all off you had maxine waters and her stunt, you know going out there and saying if he's acquitted then you all need to ramp it up right you need to you need to go harder get out in the streets show the people that you're pissed off right and You know, after a week or so of changing their minds and starting to forecast instead of report, that was like the crowning moment over the weekend, I noticed. And I actually put that tweet out before the Maxine Waters thing, I think. I don't think I'd heard it yet. And when, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, of course, of course. So currently the reporting isn't your bog standard reactionary, terrible corporate media garb. Uh, on this particular issue, it started turning into forecasting. Now that doesn't mean necessarily that he's going to be acquitted, but that's just what I noticed in the media. And I don't know, like whatever you make of that, that's for you to make, right? But it may it may prove to be important somehow. Don't know. But so a lot of people are concerned about riots. A lot of people are concerned about unrest, and they're, they're, those are fair concerns. You know, if you you own like you know a little three bedroom home with a picket fence somewhere in Minneapolis, I'm sure you're sleeping a little uneasy over the last couple of days. And, and fair, you know, fair cop to you, that's fair enough. But there are some upsides to what's about to come, and that is that uh, the internet, ladies and gentlemen, is going to have a very good time with this. The internet's going to have a lot of fun. And actually, I would say, you know, some people might say, Even if Derek Chauvin is found guilty, there are no winners here. Like, nobody really won, you know. We lost, um, you know, a future Hall of Famer in George Floyd. We've upset a whole bunch of people. Uh, We've exposed privileged white people to the racism of their police forces and whatnot. Uh, So nobody is really the winner here. But I disagree. I think the internet is the real winner, ladies and gentlemen. As I bring you this, uh, Kitty B put me onto this guy a while ago, Steve Inman. Let's have a look. Remember, it's not all bad. We can still find something out of this. Content, exactly, <laughs> Exactly. Content is the real winner here on, on the Derek Chauvin <laughs> and, and And, you know, <laughs> hopefully the governments of the future, I mean, they're not far away from this. Hopefully the governments of the future will make content illegal as well. So we'll be able to solve that problem, won't we? (laughs)
3: Yes,
1: content is the real winner. Uh, All right, here we go. Steve Inman, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, there's a bright side to everything. Every every dark cloud has a silver lighting.
0: Once again, Andy and Brandy Tifa out on the road, ready to confront the cops, ready to lift this rock. And booyah, nice complimentary rubber projectile that lands to his ear. And holy crap, almost does him a favor He doesn't have to listen to his own damn voice anymore <laughs> And it is all over This fight is done Let's take a quick look at the replay You know, you play stupid games and guess what? You're gonna win stupid, stupid fucking prizes. prizes Like this guy You can see, I'm gonna lift this rock
1: Oh, boom. If you look at, look at I only noticed this like the second or third time I watched this short little clip Look at the front of the police car That police car is banged up to fucking hell the windshield is smashed. Uh, the bonnet is all smashed in. One can only assume via the rock that's being held aloft by the young man who, you know, oh, contact to the side of the head there, <laughs> you know. Rubber bullet to the temple. Oh, and he goes down. Let's check the action replay. I, I, I just love fucking, like, hacky sports presentations. They're my favorite. Oh, look at that. Oh, God, Bill. He's going to have trouble chewing tonight. You you could just be really hammy, like hammy FM radio style, and it fits every single time. When you're doing the sports voice, the hammier the better. you got to really ham it up there, Bob. Let's go downstairs now for the action replay. (laughs) So one can only assume he's using the piece of concrete there to smash the cop car in. Man, you know, like, I got, up, I got up to some shit when I was younger. Nothing really bad. You know, just, I guess, regular kind of, uh, you know, delinquent teenage stuff. This is fucking, this is brazen. <laughs> it's fuck. like, it's, I think this is even more brazen than hurling a Molotov cocktail at a building. Because he's standing there right there face to face. It looks like they've been smashing this cop car for a good fucking 10 minutes or so. It's that banged up. Yeah, well, what are you going to do about it? And it's just like, well, you know. Should the rubber bullet hit the wrong part of the temple and, you know, heaven forfend the young chap go down and never get up again, uh, that would be another riot then, you know. That would be another incident. But anyway, let's carry on.
0: Andy and Brandy Tifa out on the road, ready to confront the cops, ready to lift this rock. And <laughs> booyah, nice complimentary rubber projectile that lands to his ear... And holy crap, almost does him a favor. He doesn't have to listen to his own damn voice anymore. And it is all over. This fight is done. Let's take a quick look at the replay. You know, you play stupid games, and guess what? You're going to win stupid Stupid fucking fucking prizes prizes like this guy. You can see, I'm going to lift this rock. Oh, booyah, right to the ear. (laughs) And it appears Karen will be stuck with another hospital bill. This time it will probably be 69.9% APR for a new freaking hearing aid.
1: (laughs) There you go. Steven. And I've got one more here as well. This is a good one. This was a recent one.
0: At first glance, it looks like a nice neighborhood until a couple of kids come up trying to play the game Grand Theft Auto in real life. But real life brings real lessons like this. Oh, yeah, right into the depths of hell. My God, I think he broke his spinal. That's probably the first ass-whipping he was ever handed. His mama and daddy probably didn't even spank him growing up. He sends him on his way. Probably the greatest life lesson this kid could ever have. Let's take a quick look at this Savage Replay. You can see him coming in all confident, probably jacked up on White Claw and Mountain Spew and Bath Salt. This man ain't taking shit today. I
1: I do have to take issue. I will not hear, and I'm perhaps maybe exposing my own kind of redneck roots, but I will not hear a bad word about Mountain Dew, sir. Mountain Spew? I think not. I think not. I do enjoy a Mountain Dew from time to time. Savage
0: Replay. You can see him coming in all confident, probably jacked up on White Claw and Mountain Spew and Bath Salt. This man ain't taking shit today. He says, not today, homie. Booyah! Sends him right into the depths of hell. Booyah! Braille Soy Boy Kit Kat Bones crack on impact as he disarms him of that candy pistol candy pistol <laughs> now Mama Karen will be stuck with a hospital
1: <laughs> Ducks are with the diamond find the real vid the kid squeals like a pig oh I've seen I've seen the real one I saw the real one um yeah I, I don't know I, I prefer this to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean if all of life's tragedies were presented in this fashion I don't think we'd even have any grieving in the world Everyone would just be like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> did you see my boy? Did you see my? Did you see the way my boy stepped in front of that train? Oh yeah, let's check out the action replay, Bob. I mean, it's a coping mechanism. Toy boy, Kit
0: Kat bones crack on impact as he disarms them of that. And a,
1: and a special note. I know that's the last time I'll interrupt. But a special note has to go to the the replay music. Like he's nailed that fucking background music replay like Monday Night Football style, you know. It's fucking perfect. I love it. (laughs) It's the little things that make all the difference. Just by adding that little, you know, replay track... Music wise, behind his commentary, it puts you right there in the stadium, puts you right there at the face of the action.
0: Take a quick look at this savage replay. You can see him coming in all confident, probably jacked up on white claw and mountain spew and bath salt. This man ain't taking shit today. He says, Not today, homie. (laughs) Booyah sends him right into the depths (laughs) of hell. And you can hear the frail soy boy Kit Kat bones crack on impact as he disarms him of that candy pistol and sends him on his merry way. Now Mama Karen will be stuck with a hospital bill with 39.9% APR, all thanks to these little assholes.
1: (laughs) There you go. Let me put that link in the chat for you. Steve Inman, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you what, recently we've been getting actually you know what what should i do first i'll let you decide which track you want to go down here so i've got some canadian stuff you know silly canadian policing and a justin trudeau video which is a little fun to have a look at we're going to do both of them but decide which way you want to go first and on the other side i've got some more body cam footage ladies and gentlemen oh so and and that's all i'm going to say i've got police body cam footage or we've got uh, a Justin Trudeau video. Which way do you want to go? Press one in the chat for Justin Trudeau, press two in the chat for body cam footage. 5050. 50-50. Ooh. Okay. All right. I think I think the twos just have it, so we'll do the, the body cam footage first. Um, just before I do if you'd like to leave a tip during tonight's proceedings, streamlabs.com slash bumper, uh, or you can head to DLive, get some of those succulent little lemons, leave those sour little suckers in my fruit bowl. Or you can head to buymeacoffee.com where you can purchase me a beer if that's what you would like to do. Now, I know it's a little confusing going to the coffee website to buy the beer, but we do have this helpful informational guide for you.
3: Now, just have a cup of coffee.
1: Beer it is. No, I said coffee. Beer.
3: Coffee.
1: I hope that helps you out. All right, so we'll do the body cam footage first. I love a good body cam video, don't you? Frozen Asian with a diamond. DLive.TV slash Sunday Night chicho. Well, you did say tip you here. Thank you very much, Frozo. Frozo's very... You know why I like Frozo? Um, Because he and his people, they're very obedient. (laughs) Thank you very much, Frozo. And a fine example Frozen Asian is giving to the rest of you plebs... The rest of you who think you have free will. When I say do something, you do it. Sir, the microphone is on. I know it's on. <laughs> all right. <laughs> DLive.TV do slash Sunday Night Shit Show. Um, all right. I do, I love a good body cam clip. So let's check this out, shall we? Monday Night Edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Now, I wonder which way this will go this is a young lady in what looks to be a very let's see what assumptions we can make before we even start the clip this is a this what this is what looks to be I'm gonna go judging off like her knuckles and the skin on her hands I'm gonna say she could be like early 50s down to early 40s if she hasn't taken care of herself okay but she's also living in a very sunny place. She's wearing a baseball cap and those big, uh, super round sunglasses that kind of look like flies' eyes, right? So it could also be, you know, wear and tear from the weather. It could also be sun, uh, sun wear on her skin that's giving it that effect. So I'm going to say anywhere between early 40s if she hasn't taken care of herself, early 50s if she has taken care of herself. And she's being pulled over by this copper in a very sunny place. She's got roof racks on, so that would suggest to me some kind of family, right? Husband, kids, perhaps. They go on vacations. If they go on vacations, they've got roof racks on the car. I'm going to call it upper middle class, right? Upper middle class. Uh, if you look at the backdrop here, you can see a church just behind her, a nice little church. You can't really tell much about the buildings and stuff. Um... But it looks, it looks clean, I guess. So it could be upper middle class, small town. I don't see any like big high-rise buildings or anything in the background. So we're going to go between early 40s and early 50s, upper middle class, family, white woman um, in a small town somewhere. And a sunny place. So it could be something like, you know, LA or um, Miami or something like that. Who knows? Who knows? That's that's what I'm guessing when I see this picture. Let's see what we have here. Let's see what we're dealing with here in some police body cam footage.
4: This car, you've gone through emails, you've looked at pictures. Okay. Everything but drive the car. Okay. It's illegal.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so we Happy know. Happy Hanukkah, hey.
3: nigga. Oh,
5: Sinister Charlie pipped $3. Thank you, sir. Me, why not?
1: Meh. Why not? Why not indeed? <coughs> Pardon me. Thank you very much, Sinister Charlie. Ladies and gentlemen. So, <laughs> so we're getting a picture already, aren't we? You know how? Because from the response. So he's she's been pulled over, I guess. or I think he might be a motorbike cop. He might be sit, st- uh, sitting next to her on his bike or something. He's like, okay, you were sitting there, you were checking emails, you were looking at text messages, I was watching you. Um, you're not allowed to do that. And she just looks at him and goes, okay. <laughs> That's got to be infuriating. Um, okay, like like your point? <laughs> yes, and your point is, officer? Hmm? Is, is that why you're interrupting my trip here? Is that why you're stopping me from going where I need to go?
4: Hmm. Mm -hmm. Is there a
1: reason you might be doing this, or? Um, I'm at. Oh, she's also got. Um. Oh, she's got very close to a full sleeve tattoo on her right arm as well. So the the picture becomes clearer, more so. And it looks like a. It looks like it could be like a little Corolla, like a little Toyota or something, a little Mazda that she's driving around. Little Buzzbox.
6: Are you pulling me over because I'm?
1: Yeah, sure. Um,
4: I'll go ahead and pull you over then. I'll have you pull into that, the... Uh, I, I didn't mean I'll, that, I'll have you pull over sir. into the BP lot, okay? I didn't mean...
1: <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Do you want to hear that again? Oh, no. What are you doing? <laughs> Listen to this. Oh, no. This is when that arrogance works against you, isn't it? Shit.
6: I'm out of- are you pulling
1: me over? Cause I'm lost. Yeah, sure. Um, are you pulling me over, or? <laughs> and he's like, um, yeah, okay, sounds good. <laughs> Cause I don't think he was gonna pull her over. I think he was just gonna have a quick little chat with her. And if she said something like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry," how about how about this? A little white lie for the lady. In this situation, what if she had to turn around to the cop? who at this point hasn't pulled her over. He's just talking to her, right? What if she had have gone, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I know, I know, but my daughter is in trouble. She just sent me a text message. I was just checking it. I'm, I'm going home to get to her, you know, something like that. I'm really sorry. You know, I'll look, look, I'll put the phone in my bag and I'll leave it there. And I I, I live just around the corner. I'm so sorry. That might've been enough. She might've gotten away with it. Maybe, maybe. Depending on what mood the cop is in, right? He sounds polite, so you never know. He might have let her off on that. (laughs) But no, she's like, "Um, look, are you going to pull me over or? (laughs) And he's like, "Mm, yeah, yeah, actually, I think I will. Now that you mention it. (laughs) And straight away she starts, oh, I didn't mean that. But once he says, I'm pulling you over, he's pulling you over. You know, you're not going to change his mind now. So we're off to a flying start here.
4: Sure. Um, I'll go ahead and pull you over then. I'll have you pull into the. I didn't mean
6: that.
1: Hang tight. I, I didn't. I didn't mean you know that like that. And he just ignores it. He keeps talking. She keeps trying to say, it. "Well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it." And he's like, "Yeah, I'll go ahead and pull you over there. And if you want to go over there to the street, I didn't mean that. Just pull over there. Just go over to the left. I didn't mean that like yeah. So I'll just I'm just gonna pull you over over there. Great idea." You know what? I hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> I guess this is how not to deal with it. Right, here we go. Pull all the way up, please. It's a little It's a little Ford Fiesta or something that she's driving. One of the shitty uh, newish model ones. Thank you.
6: May I ask what um, else little... you're um, the other
1: thing? Nothing, ma'am. Okay, so then, am I
6: getting an authentication? Yes, ma'am. Um, under Ohio state law, you can only pull me over for texting if
1: there is another offense and give me a ticket. Well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little hard to pick up, but she just said to this copper. Um under, Ohio, uh, um, um, under Ohio state laws, it's actually you're not allowed to pull me over unless you suspect that I'm committing some other kind of crime. <laughs> oh, that'll work out in your face, like that. That'll work. He's already writing the ticket, darling. He's already writing the citation. She's now. She's now telling him what the law is. <laughs> Honey, it was your idea that he pulled you over in the first place. You asked for this. You wanted this. <laughs> Free citizen traveling the traversing the land. Do you mean <laughs> Okay, so then
6: am I getting an citation?
1: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am.
6: Um, under Ohio State Law, you can only pull me over for texting if there is another offense and give me a
4: video. Well, I've done this twenty years, and you're wrong. Um in the city I just
6: looked at. <laughs> She
4: just looked it up on
5: her
3: phone while she's...
1: Get this, man. So So while he's... So while he's... So while he's pulled her over, she's looking at... She's Googling on her phone what the law is for texting and driving. After she's been pulled over for texting and driving, <laughs> um, actually, and the, the fucking confidence. How about the confidence? Wow, she yeah, she googled it. So she's like, um, well, look, uh, actually, according to Ohio state law, you're not able, to, you're not actually allowed to pull me over for texting and driving unless you suspect me of something else. And he's like, well. Uh, I've done this for twenty years. Uh, you're wrong. And she's like, "Well, I just looked it up. I just googled it." Holds up her phone. Look, look, see here. <laughs> Fuck me dead. Fucking balls. <laughs> Well,
4: Except for uh, the city of you, Dublin. you need to look up the city of Columbus, ma'am. This is the code I'm going to actually give you. It's 2131.44B. Okay. I'm actually going to give you a copy of the law today. Uh-huh. It is primary offense.
6: Just so you know, also, walking up to a woman's car,
4: mm-hmm.
6: you should have pulled me over. You're lucky I didn't have my pepper spray on me. You scared the ever-living shit out of me.
1: uh, oh it's so fucking annoying because i've had i've had debates with people who do this it's a very fucking annoying it's a very annoying thing people do rather than just say oh okay sorry i was wrong right sorry i was oh i must have got that wrong my apologies instead of doing that just just ignore what just she's just ignoring the fact that he's like well here's a copy of the law here she doesn't even address it she just moves on to the next thing oh and by the way like what do you mean by the way we haven't are you acknowledging the fact that here's the law or do you do you know where you are do you know what's going on here how are you do you have children really what's your address can i see that id again Instead of acknowledging, she's like, oh, and by the way, when you approach a woman, (laughs) I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, it's it's the exact same thing as, uh, like, say, a black person right now, you know. Like, the same kind of fear that would, you know, permeate through every bone and sinew of a young black man right now when he's pulled over by police. She feels it, obviously, as an upper-middle-class a white woman who would talk to a policeman like, uh, look, are you going to pull me over or what? <laughs> um, actually, you don't even know the law officer. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but I just googled it. <laughs> and another thing, when you walk up to a woman, like, you scared the ever-living shit out of me, okay? You should pull me over instead, okay? That's the way you... She's She's literally telling him how to do his job. <laughs> the fucking boss.
5: You woman, would not,
4: if you weren't going through emails, sir, you would probably be I'm not, more observant. I'm not trying to
6: be an asshole. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, as a woman,
4: mm-hmm.
6: I'm actually shaking right
0: now. Because- I'm literally shaking! Yay!
1: <clears throat> Fucking brilliant. I love when memes become reality, it's one of my favorite things, man. I'm literally shaking. <laughs>
4: If you weren't going through emails, Sir, you would probably be not, more observant. I'm not
6: trying to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, as a woman,
4: mm-hmm.
6: I'm actually shaking right now because uh-huh. you scared the ever-living shit out of me.
1: What? Oh, poor thing. Poor darling. Listen listen to how polite and patient he's being. You scared the ever-living shit out of me. Well, you might be a little jumpy. Are you on drugs? <laughs> Have you have you been taking narcotics this morning? All right, get out of the car. We're going to do a piss test. You seem a little paranoid, ma'am. We made over I, seven thousand traffic sir, stops, and I've never that, been pepper sprayed.
4: But you, so.
6: I understand that, sir. But I'm telling you, as a woman,
4: mm-hmm.
6: you made me feel unsafe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I hear you. Look, I hear you, but as a woman. She keeps saying as a woman, like it's some kind of fucking superpower. Like, like, like the cop is the winter soldier. And she is like this Russian, you know, this Slokovian special forces guy who has learned the code to unlock his brainwashing, you know. Uh, Listen here, officer. I just want to tell you, train car, hubcap, 17, window wiper (laughs) next thing you know she's getting an escort home under lights (laughs) look as a woman as a woman as a woman i've always hated that too by the way and i don't care what the as a is when i whenever i see somebody start an argument by saying as a they're, they're trying to score identity points and i just instantly disregard whatever's following because clearly you don't have the confidence of your own opinions and arguments to make it not about, you know, being a woman or being a black person or being a white person. You know, as a, as a young white man, I think, well, you know, as a woman, I think this. Okay, well, you could just tell me what you think. I don't know what the vagina has to do with it. As a stupid person, since the Charlie image. Hey, I'm a public safety official. Public safety.
6: But I, please listen to what I am saying. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) She's not listening to him,
1: though. So your job as a, as you know, a threatening. Officer of the law. At this point, your job is to just agree with whatever she says. That's what she's hoping for. That's what she's waiting for. No, no. Look, I'm here. I hear you. You're not listening I'm to me. I'm threatened. Game Holy game. Game. shit! <laughs> 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 gypsy of diamonds with the ninja genie. Vader just steals the ninja genie, gypsy. As a woman of forty-eight years, I've never felt unsafe around the police. Bitch. <laughs> As a woman, as a host, I've never um, been upset by getting donations.
6: Not listening because you're seeing this through the eyes of me trying to get out of a ticket, which I'm not.
1: Oh, you won't get it. I'm- oh now. Through, yeah. Oh, and and. If-
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I kind of like this cop. I kind of like him. You know, I'm not a big uh, back the blue guy, but I kind of like this guy. <laughs> So now, so now she's telling him uh, how he's viewing her. Ah, oh, oh, oh. the audacity! This is the same mentality that runs rife in the corporate media, ladies and gentlemen. This is the same thing we were talking about last week on Friday's show. It's all outward. It's all projection. There's never a moment of self-reflection ever. It just, it just doesn't enter into their timeline. So, you know, she's she's like, no, 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 you're viewing me wrong now. You know, the, right, she's telling him what he thinks. How many times do you hear that? No, no, no. You only don't like CNN because Donald Trump told you not to, right? You're only vaccine hesitant because you've been listening to the right-wing extremists, right? You've been fooled. You've been hoodwinked. You've been tricked. You have no thoughts of your own. You're only viewing me because you think I'm getting out of a ticket. She just doesn't shut up. (laughs) And and, and I I love his response. He's like, and you're not getting out of a ticket. (laughs) And you're not. (laughs) Let's just put that to bed. Mm -hmm.
6: You made me feel unsafe.
4: Okay, I'm a public safety official I understand now.
6: that, but I please listen to what I am saying, mm-hmm. because you're not listening, because you're seeing this through the eyes of me oh, trying to get out a of a ticket, bitch. which I'm not.
4: Oh, you won't get I'm out tra- of it, yeah. Sir, please. I can assure you of that.
6: Sir, can I please finish
4: mm-hmm. my sentence? Go
6: ahead. As a public employee, mm-hmm. I am letting you know, as somebody oh. who pays, who is a person who pays your salary,
3: <laughs> she did it! The mad son of a bitch did it!
1: <laughs> yes! Okay, I kinda like her now too. <laughs> um, as a woman who pays your salary, <laughs> you basically she's doing the thing! She's doing the thing that they say in the movies! <laughs> She has watched a lot of movies, this chick, and she believes them. She thinks they're all real. Um, let me just say, as a woman who pays your salary... (laughs) Wow. I mean, I kind of, you know... This kind of thing needs to uh, be applauded, I think. I mean, it's brazen, it's not for everybody. Let's have a look here. Winning TV with diamond, he will go to court to make sure she gets that ticket. Yeah, he he's gonna remember her, isn't he? <laughs> That's gonna be one of those ones. He's gonna remember you, Unfortunately. And every time he sees that car, he's gonna pull up next to you and see if you're on the fucking phone or not. I just can't believe she did the thing that only happens in movies. Sir, please, I can assure I, you of that.
6: Sir, can I please finish mm-hmm. my
1: sentence? Go please.
6: Ahead. As a public employee... Yes. Mm-hmm. I am letting you know, mm-hmm. as somebody who pays... <laughs> who is a person who pays your salary. Ah! Oh!
3: Did it! Son of a bitch did it! Yeah!
1: Because <laughs> I didn't I didn't think she was going to go for it. I thought she was going to stop herself from saying it. Did you get that impression as well? When she started like as a person who pays and then she paused and I was like, oh. <laughs> I thought she was going to stop there. I didn't think she was going to carry on. I didn't think she was going to follow through. But she fucking followed through, ladies and gentlemen. Hang on, a, hang on a second hang on a second I got gotcha. you. let's go sir please, I can assure can I, you of that
4: sir
6: can I please finish mm-hmm. my
1: sentence go ahead
6: as a public employee mm-hmm. I am letting you know as yes. somebody who pays who is a person who pays your salary yes sir please
4: no I'm no longer going to listen to you <laughs>
3: All
1: right. right. Well done, young lady. (laughs) Trap Brannigan with a diamond. As a Brannigan, I say have a diamond. Cheers, buds. Cheers to you too. As a mediocre live stream host, I say thank you very much, Trap Brannigan.
4: She did it to you. I'm, I'm no I'm longer going you. to listen to you. I'm going to give you your driver's license Thanks. back. What you are being How cited with is, it, t- with is... with look,
1: look, I'm no longer going to listen to you. That must be... I reckon that would hurt this woman more than if you told her her family had just died in a house fire. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? This, this would... This, her hearing, I'm no longer listening to you, very upfront like, and forward like that. Okay, ma'am, listen. I'm no longer going to listen to you. Okay, I don't care what you think. Her hearing that, probably for the first time in her life, would be more traumatic to her than being told that she has fucking, uh, you know, anal cancer or something. She's got a week to live. She's gonna she's gonna bleed out from the asshole in absolute agony for a week, and then she's gonna die. She would rather hear that than have somebody say to her, "I don't care what you think." <laughs> Not talking to you anymore. Oh my god, why don't you just rip my heart out? Out of my chest, officer. God. Texting
4: while driving. I gave you a copy Texting while driving. See,
1: now now he has to treat you like a child. And now you're gonna go home and complain that the officer threatened you and then treated you like a child. Your Your first option. She's like, can I have your badge number? Police brutality. Police brutality.
4: It's gonna be right here, ma'am. It's Kay Connor, badge 1300. It's at the bottom Can of I your citation. Borrow your pen, no, I ma'am, you pen. won't. You, all I have to do is provide it to you. It's on the bottom of your
1: citation. Can I just borrow your pen? She's never had. This is somebody who's never had um, anything but get her own way. Ever. Ever. This is somebody who has just walked right over every single person that's ever, you know, put up with her shit. You know what I mean? This is somebody who has just fucking walked over everyone in her whole life and got everything that she wanted. Um. Well, listen, like she's interrupting him. Can I borrow your pen? Like, and with the attitude and stuff. Wow. Patient. So citation, you're gonna have please? three separate- shots up (laughs) shut up yeah ck benzona oh she's just a small woman let her go let her go maybe she was good looking when she was younger and stuff you know so she never had to put up with anybody's shit she'd just demand things and people would provide them she she just can't shut up options. I
4: won't give you your options then. I need your signature. Your signature is not an admission of guilt, but I need do need your signature because it's a restable offense if you do not.
6: I can't believe that you won't even listen. No, somebody.
4: as soon as you said I pay your salary, then we're done. But
6: sir, we're I'm done. trying to tell you we are so done. that you can do your job better.
4: I-
1: Trying to help you do your job better. Oh, what a cunt!
3: <laughs>
1: this really is a this really is a stupid person. <laughs> really is. And again, just just I, I guess this this kind of attitude can only come, I suspect, from her always being the person who like dominates the conversation, dominates every relationship. No, look, I'm just nagging. I'm just talking to you like a piece of shit because I want you to be better. (laughs) I can't even believe she said that to him. Holy shit.
4: Your signature because it is a restable offense if you do not.
6: I can't believe that you won't even listen. No, as
4: somebody. soon as you said, I pay your salary, then we're done.
6: But, sir, we're I'm done. trying to tell you so done. that you can do your job better. I've done my job. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the son of a bitch did it! <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right! All right. All right! All uh, right. Tell you what, let's take a quick five-minute break here. Monday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. When we return, uh, we'll get to that Justin Trudeau thing and the Canadian news that I have, and then we will check back in with the cartnarks. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while. So stick around. Monday night edition, Daily Boogie Podcast. We'll see you soon. Oh,
3: it's
7: Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, the Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time,
1: along with good conversations and Laughing at funny and weird shit, we find the internet. We
0: also have the hat cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine, who has enjoyed my hats lately. My, I, I hope your next hat is a bullet. <laughs> Jesus
4: <laughs> Christ! What are you fucking Asian dick crazy? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm with> you. Why do you have to ruin my evening? Like I, am just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud. Do their show and you gotta you just
2: gotta do this. So you're not enjoying it? No! Dude Asian. You look like you're going undercover in
0: in Argentina, but it's now working. (laughs) I hate (laughs) you. (laughs)
8: <laughs> I, de- oh, I hate
0: you Oh come on You secretly
2: really
8: love it
0: no, no No I openly
3: hate it <laughs>
1: <laughs> And there you have it uh, So Subscribe to The Sunday Night Shit Show At YouTube.com Slash Sunday Night Shit Show And uh, Hope to see you there On Sunday nights Bye Bye
0: Aloha and welcome to Pirate Radio. Ladies of Liberty, the hot seat. Or maybe this is my daily traffic report. I don't know. As you can tell, I seem to have a problem with commitment to one type of platform. I think doctors refer to that as ADD. But, anyways, if you want to follow any of those shows, you want to catch me live every single day of the week, you can follow me at Real Person Politics. That's Real Person PLTCS.
1: Aloha.
9: I ain't no rest for the wicked Until we close our eyes for good
1: It's Irrational
4: Times Original music Interactive trivia Games, guests, VHS rental, Adult learning center, window repair Flight trainer, kosher catering And now introducing The lovely assistant
9: I do dip dips here, I use only the finest chip to combine with an organic jab to produce the highest quality chip jabs fooled by those imitation jabs made in Chinese sweatshops. Enjoy fair trade jabs made locally here in
2: Canada.
4: Due to the outcome of a previous court case, the lovely assistant is prohibited from jibjabbing outside of Canada.
8: this justin the global officials that can help all also known as got you have now banned all boogieing and boogie related movements worldwide public safety is the main concern they say and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported do
2: get back up and shake your whole around. No one's
0: going to tell me how I'm going to boogie Come on, everybody, boogie pop tonight. No one's going to tell me how I'm going to boogie Come on, everybody, boogie pop tonight. No one's going to tell me how
1: to boogie Come on, everybody, boogie pop tonight. Coming back, second half of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for joining us. Monday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. A lot more to get in through. Pardon me. A lot more to get into, so let's rip into it. Oh, <laughs> pardon me. Oh, just working some of the cough through. The voice is getting a little better. It's lasting longer every show now. So at first it was like 10 minutes, then it was half an hour. Still pretty good tonight. It's cracked a few times, but we're getting it. We're slowly working our way out of the trench, ladies and gentlemen. So I caught this clip. Uh, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, yesterday or the day before. Now I'm pretty sure it's an old Justin Trudeau clip, but there's a reason that clips like this make me so happy. It's the little meta game stuff that's going on. Now you're gonna see um a Justin Trudeau with like with long flowing locks. He's got that late 1980s sitcom hairstyle. You know that one. Like, um... The guy who always... You, the, like, Joey... Was it Joey from, um... What was that? Fuck. scooby doo Battle, Whatever that one was. Um... With Bob Saget in it. <laughs> TV trivia is not my thing. If you want TV trivia and movie trivia, you have to follow, like, At the Starting Block or Joy of Pessy. Or well, Mersh is pretty good at it as well. I, I, I can't tell you, like, names and stuff. I forget. Too easy. So... Full Full House, of course. How rude! Like I see, I remember. I remember the metagame stuff. I remember the lines and shit. I don't remember the name of the show. <laughs> he's got that Full House. Uh, no, not John Stamos, the other guy. Not Bob Saget. Not John Stamos, the other one, the less famous dude. He's got that hairstyle. He's got. He's got 1991 Jerry Seinfeld haircut. You know. So I'm guessing this is old. And later on in the clip, he actually makes reference to the government of Stephen Harper, which is, of course, the dead giveaway beyond the hair. (laughs) So let's have a look here at this.
7: The question is not why does Justin...
1: Now, (laughs) there are two things that are are very funny about this that you'll notice straight off the bat. Number one is that Justin is basically here preaching about how much he loves... So he's a nationalist in this little... Thing, isn't it and it's a nice fine example of when politicians are in opposition they say things that most people want to hear i love canada you know canada is the best i fucking love canada anyone who says i don't love this damn country as a fool and then, you know as soon as he gets voted in he's like we really need to address what an awful country this is <laughs> we're a horrible country we're racist we're disgusting we're evil you know like the the, the story instantly turns so, but that's going to be the first thing. But the second thing is, uh, this the redhead directly to his right, your left. Okay. Now I want you to watch very carefully her facial expressions while Justin Trudeau is doing this political speech. This it's such a douchebag little speech with the acting and stuff. It's fucking awful. It really is. So watch her little facial expressions and stuff because she's doing shit that you can't hide. You know, she's having those genuine reactions that you cannot hide and she's trying her best. Remember when we covered that clip from Good Morning Britain when the female host um, Blondie, Holly Willoughby, and they were interviewing the guy who has like an 11 inch penis or something. And she, you know, she she was blushing at times. She was flicking her hair. She was looking away nervously. Yeah, he'd be (laughs) explaining. Well, you know, having the world's biggest penis, it's, you know, of course, a lot of women sort of come up to me and ask me things, but they don't really get to know me. You know, they don't know that I, I love poetry and I love walking on the beach. Uh, You know, I'm a big, I'm a big movie buff for, for example, you know, Saturday nights, there's nothing that makes me happier than kind of, you know, staying in. A nice glass of wine with my girl and and watch a few old movies and she's like yeah 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 like so so if I was to put it in my mouth like how far down the shaft do you think I could get with it you know what I mean like when you put it in the vagina does it hurt the woman or (laughs) well you know like there's always been some things that have been uncomfortable for me like going through airport security uh you know people think that i'm you know people people have accused me of having a weapon down there and uh, you know i get strip searched a lot because people don't believe yeah yeah that's wonderful right? yeah it's really nice like so when the woman's like on top of you you know does is, does she have to kind of perch up on her knees does she when she rides it or does it like just kind of slip in and out relatively easily i'm just trying to get an idea of what it would be like you know, can we, we, reckon we can maybe have a little look at it, you know, maybe take it, pop it out for us, because I mean it's all well and good talking about it, really, isn't it really? But we shouldn't we have some little bit of evidence here, don't you think? Right. So, all right, let's go.
7: The question is not why does Justin Trudeau suddenly not love his country, because the question at, is ridiculous.
1: <laughs> That's ridiculous. Who would ever accuse me of not loving this country? (laughs) I'm going to full screen this for you. Okay. (laughs) Look at that face. (laughs) She's like, fuck, excuse me? (laughs) But there's a moment just before. There. (laughs) There. If, if you're if you're listening to the podcast, I'm afraid this is one of those things that you'll just have to watch the replay on. Uh, I'm not using BitChute anymore for the time being because I went like two weeks and I couldn't upload a single video to BitChute. Just wouldn't let me. But so Rumble, if you go to Rumble and look for The Daily Boogie, one word, it'll come up. Now, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see what she's doing is, you know, that motion that people will do when they're teenagers, really? <laughs> where, you know, they they kind of um, mimic that they're sucking a dick and they put their tongue in the side of their cheek, like, you know, that kind of thing. She's doing that that with her tongue only because she's holding the phone to record what he's saying, obviously. But she's like, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh. And it's clear as fucking day because you can see it in her eyes. This isn't an accidental one. Because the looks continue. This is a fucking great clip. I love this. The
7: question is ridiculous. I live this country in my bones every breath I take, and I'm not going to stand here and... (laughs)
1: Look at her rolling her eyes. (laughs) There is... (laughs) She is just so fucking not... She is not buying it at all. Not only is she rolling her eyes, but she... She looks to somebody else like another reporter first. Okay, because look at this. Watching him, watching him, she does that one of those exaggerated blinks, like Ugh. and then shoots a look at her friend, I imagine. Like somebody else on the other side of the of the pool of reporters here. <laughs> Rice man double four double three with the diamonds. Iceman double four double three. The silly peasants, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We're all silly peasants. Unless you're a citizen in the kingdom of Boogie Stan. So she, she throws a look to you know, another reporter and then goes back and then the the eye rolling is just like epic. Like, oh my God.
0: <laughs>
1: I, I wish I knew what, what year this was. I wish we could find this woman <laughs> she, <laughs> I wonder what she's doing now <laughs> she clearly wasn't a fan of just a true <laughs> the question is
7: ridiculous I live this country in my bones every breath I take bo- and I'm not in my
1: bones every breath I take and if you're listening to the podcast that's the moment when she begins rolling her eyes and looking at her friend and going do you fucking believe this fucking douchebag or what <laughs> Oh my God, do you hear this shit?
7: I'm not going to stand here and somehow defend that I actually do no. love Canada because defend. we know. He's so phony. I love phony. Canada.
1: The <laughs> question is, what's happening? Listen to, the, listen to the delivery. Listen to the delivery. I'm not going to stand here and defend that I love Canada because everybody knows I love Canada. <laughs> Isn't it fucking cringe? <laughs> and you know, like this is this is part of the reason why I don't care anymore. Right? Honestly, I'm speaking honestly here. This is part of the reason now why I'm at the stage where it's like, ah whatever. Whatever. No like there's there's too many dumb people and not enough people care about certain things and it's just like that's the way it is. That's the way it's gonna be. Which is kind of like blindly going to wander into a shit fight at some point. You know, because I would have, I thought back in, I reckon this was around 2012 or thereabouts. Because I think Stephen Harper was Prime Minister up until around 2012. I'm going to go, maybe 2014 actually. could have been 2014. Sometime between then. So I remember thinking back then, like, eventually people will get sick of this fucking empty, vapid, like, obviously fucking such such cringeworthy theat- theatrics from politicians you know what I mean I thought people would get over it by now but they never did and in fact if any, if the last three or four years has taught us anything it's that like people have just doubled down it's even worse now than it was it's even worse like not, not only do they love the bullshit answers from politicians but they, they'll now openly go on corporate media and demand politicians give empty bullshit answers, you know what I mean? They get angry if you don't give empty predictable political answers. It's bizarre. Because dumb people don't like so this is the thing because dumb people don't like being surprised. They like everything to be expected, to go as expected. If something goes if you know, if something goes out of whack, a lot of the the media industry will start rocking back and forward in their chair, going, ah, 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 you know what I mean? They turn into Rain Man without the math skills, just dumb Rain Man. But this this chick here on the left, she's an absolute fucking superstar. This redhead, <laughs> she's these she's just giving looks of sheer contempt at this fucking bullshit that's coming out of this guy's mouth. I feel it in my bones and every muscle. I love Canada. And she's like, oh, fuck, listen to this.
7: <laughs> and here and somehow defend that I actually do no. love Canada because we know I love Canada. The question is what's happening to our country? <laughs> Why do millions of
1: Quebecers Just not- I'm, I'm urging you, just keep an eye on her. She Don't even watch him. Watch her. She's the best.
7: See themselves in this government. Why do millions of women not recognize this country. Why do millions...
1: Now, when, when he said millions of women, her eyes got really big for like a split second, like, oh, here we go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why do millions of women... And if you look around the press pool, they all look like women. They all look like women, the reporters around him. So, which which is funny in of itself. Why do millions of women not love Canada? And when he said women, she went... Mm-hmm. Like, Hmm? Hmm? <laughs>
7: not recognise this country? Why do millions of young people disconnect from our politics, from our world? Because they do not like, they do not see the Canada that we've built over decades reflected not in the policies of this government, oh,
1: just but going. in the
7: values that this government's putting forward.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that's the moment if you're watching our friend here. I think this is the moment when she thought of her question like she she actually she physically sees like you, you you see she physically takes like a deep breath like she's keeping herself in check to stop herself from bursting into something you know like if you're having an argument with someone right and you want to get you want to say something and you want to get a word out but you catch yourself at the last at the last second you know and you're like you know you just Take a breath, like one of those quick breaths, like you're just about to speak, and then you're like, "But uh, okay, okay, you know, you know, like I'm gonna let that go." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's what she just did. <laughs> I don't know who she is. Somebody in Canada, if she's still a reporter, you know what? Seven years later or something. I assume she she probably is. If she was already at the press level, um, you know, covering. Um, you know, opposition leaders and and prime ministers and, you know, presidents and stuff. If she's already at that level of reporting, then I'm going to assume that she's probably still doing it. But I I just wonder, like, what kind of shit she writes, you know what I mean? I wonder if she's now writing glowing reports about what a wonderful job Justin Trudeau is doing and how, you know, everybody should believe everything he says. Like, I wonder if she's done a full heel turn. I wonder if she was like an openly conservative reporter at the time, or somebody who, you know, like I said earlier, is trying to conceal her contempt for this man (laughs) and doing a terrible job at it.
7: (laughs) Forward. This country is a country of openness, of respect, of compassion, of the rule of law, of the rights of the individuals, of freedom. Freedom from fear, freedom from crime. (laughs) Freedom to love <laughs> who you it. want Watch Watch and not be judged for it. Watch Freedom it. Freedom to do what you want. The
3: Yes.
1: <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast, uh, it, at the end of that little run there of platitudes, she's she's slowly nodding throughout like, mm-hmm, yep. And then comes like the embarrassed lip bite and look down to the ground. <laughs> oh. It's like if it would be like if like a boy in high school told her that he loves her and she wasn't interested in him at all. Like it's that kind of embarrassment. Like she's she's not embarrassed. That's the expression you have when you're embarrassed for somebody else. <laughs> you know? That's the look you have when somebody else is making an ass of themselves, and it, you feel the embarrassment on their butt, like, oh god,
3: <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> you gotta be quick to catch it.
7: Of compassion, of the rule of law, of the rights of the individuals, of freedom—freedom yes. yep. freedom from fear, freedom from crime. Uh, Freedom to love who you want mm-hmm. and not be judged for it. Freedom to do what you want with your body.
1: <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon she's thinking that this guy is a total huckster, right? Like he's, he's childishly dumb. He's just childishly reading out talking points that he's had to learn on a card. And he was probably like looking into... He was probably standing there in his underwear in a hotel room till four in the morning with the same two or three palm cards, with the same two or three phrases written on them. In his underwear and business socks, looking into a full-body mirror, going, I love my country. Millions of women do not feel engaged in what we are doing here. It's ridiculous to say that I... Do not love my country. And he was practicing all night, you know. (laughs) I reckon that's what she thinks.
7: These freedoms are the very things that Stephen Harper and his government are trying to take away.
1: There you go. The very things Stephen Harper and his government are trying to take away. And she looks away. All right. I, I thought that was wonderful. So let me share that with you. Um, this is the person who shared that video. Like I said, it's an older one. I haven't seen it, but for some reason that came up on my timeline. So I was like, ah, okay. And it was very funny. All right. Let's do this. I'm going to have to skip. We do have this one, right? Peel officer, which is another Canadian story. Peel officer suspended after hugging protesters outside. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Mr. Mississauga. Mississauga. Mr. Sausage. <laughs> Looks like Mrs. Sausage. Of course, it's not Mrs. Sausage. <laughs> Mrs. Soja? Soja! I don't. I said I'm not going to try, and then I butchered it several times. Uh, for not wearing proper PPE, so a cop's been fired because he wasn't wearing a mask when he was hugging protesters. So I think we'll get to that on Wednesday. I wanted to show you this one. Now this has been going off, and then we'll go. And then we'll, I promise we'll go straight to the cartnact. So this guy, Jason Newen. He works for um, local news in Utah, Channel 4, ABC4 4 in Utah. He tweeted this out, and this fucking was this was going off its tits, and it, and it clearly illustrates what we've been talking about on the show for the longest time, right? Jason Ewan tweeted this out. A Utah paramedic donated to the defense fund of Kyle Rittenhouse. It was first reported in The Guardian this morning Rittenhouse is accused of killing two protesters in Kenosha, Wisconsin. I tried to get the paramedic side of things, the the paramedic side of things, see the story tonight at 10 p.m. So a story came out about a Utah paramedic. Now, you might be thinking, well, you know, government employees can't be donating to these highly controversial political legal funds. I mean, the guy killed two protests. You might be thinking all of those things, right? But what's worth mentioning here is the amount of money that was donated by this paramedic was ten fucking dollars. Ten dollars. Two two cups of coffee. Two beers, if if you prefer. Two beers. Now just
3: have a cup of coffee.
1: Beer it is.
3: No, I said coffee. Beer. Coffee.
1: Beer. I just thought of Beer. that. Beer. C O B A. See, see how creatively I spliced that clip to what I was saying. That was all off the top of my head, man. See, that's where you get. Uh, and just a, a quick shout out. I don't know. Uh, somebody, somebody uh, tipped the show after the show last week on Friday, and I don't know if I'm uh, if I'm to say or not because oftentimes when people tip like outside of the show, that means they don't want to be mentioned and stuff. So I don't know if I can say, but to, to who you are, um, thank you. You know who you are. So thank you. A very generous uh, tip and some very, very kind words on buymeacoffee.com slash boogiebumber. And it was very nice of you and I appreciate it. So thank you very much. Uh, so here's this fucking reporter from ABC4Utah. Here's the actual story before we get into, you know, some direct Twitter feedback that this guy got, which was fucking hilarious. Let's have a look at this. Tonight, a data
0: breach at a crowdfunding website shows a paramedic from Utah donated to the defense fund oh, a data of a man breach. accused of killing two protesters. Before making his way back home to Illinois back in August, Kyle Rittenhouse allegedly shot two protesters in Kenosha,
1: Wisconsin. Yeah, there's so much that you're leaving out though. You <laughs> you kind of like miss it out a lot. It's 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 like it's a joke. It's like the Simpsons gag. The Simpsons used this gag a few times, right? The news the news gag where they go, you know, you know, coming up after the break, um uh, no sorry, pardon me. So we've we've spent the whole show talking about like a fucking doll or something and then he's like, "Oh, in other news tonight, the president has been arrested for murder. But for more information on that, please turn to another channel." I'm sorry? I'm sorry. Do not turn to another channel. <laughs> you know what I mean. It's, <laughs> in other news, the president has been arrested for murder. Uh, good night, everyone. You know it's that—that's how much they're leaving. What? Wait, wait a minute. Hang on, hang on. What? What? <laughs> that's it. A paramedic donated $10 to a man who is accused of murdering two people. Well, hang, hang on, <laughs> hang on. You're missing a—you're missing a big chunk. Of what's also taking place here. But this is, again, this is why they're so fucking dishonest. This is this is why they're parasites. Like, I, I couldn't ethically say that. If I had this guy's job, I and that was, like, on the teleprompter, I would say, no, no, th- I'm sorry, that's unacceptable. You know, I wouldn't just dumbly, they just, because they just dumbly, they're parrots, they dumbly sit there, they get dressed up, they get to wear makeup, they get to go in the cele- the local celebrity golf tournament. You know, they make a decent living. They go home to their gated community. It's a fucking, it's a scam. <laughs> they're not actually thinking of this shit themselves. It's what's written on the teleprompter. They'll just read it. They're, they're hand puppets, <laughs> right? Young man was arrested for killing two people in a project. You've got to be across it a little bit. How about, say, uh, shooting two people during a riot? That, that might be a little more accurate. A man who is accused of shooting uh, two people during a riot and killing one of them. I'll, I'll accept that. It's good enough.
0: ABC 4, ABC 4 investigator Jason Wynn Uh, Joins us now live in studio, following this story today. You found this paramedic. So
9: who is he? Well, Glenn, his name is Craig Shepard.
1: If you donate, if you donate ten dollars to this kid's legal fund, and and I can only assume it's this, you know, this level of outrage isn't. you know, just I don't think it's just reserved for the Kyle Rittenhouse story. He's in fucking Utah, right? It's a If I I may not be an expert when it comes to American geography, but I'm pretty sure that Wisconsin is pretty fucking far from Utah. You know, like it's not around the corner, right? It's not down the road. You know what I mean? So, so this guy's donated ten dollars to this Kyle Rittenhouse. That is enough for local news to here's your name, and better yet, they show up at his front door and film it. This is about fucking, like, naming and shaming you. Again, over $10. What what bottom feeders? You know, I put out on Twitter, and I, I mean every fucking word of it. And, you know, this isn't whataboutism. I'm not talking about what the actual thing... I'm not talking about the thing that was done. I'm talking about the idea that journalists have that they tell themselves that they're speaking truth to power. You know, they see themselves as the warm glow of truth and justice that the huddled masses gather around. They they genuinely do. They see themselves like when they close their eyes and see themselves, they see themselves like atop a, a you know, a cliff face speaking out to the people, telling them the truth. Oh, the corruption, let's go fight the power, right? So Kamala Harris. It wasn't the only one, but Kamala Harris was one of them who... She was promoting people donate to a legal defence fund for people arrested during riots in which over a dozen people died. She did that. So, hey, Jason, why aren't you knocking on her door? Why aren't you going and knocking on her door? And the reason I'm bringing this up is it's not what about what about, like what about, what about. It's about... <laughs> The audacity to say to yourself and to everybody else that you're speaking truth to power. You think you think harassing a paramedic, a low-paid paramedic who has to, you know, watch people die and shit. You know, who has to show up at a fucking uh, car accident when somebody's half bleeding to death and patch them up and get them off to the hospital. Deal with that on a daily basis. Somebody's getting paid like a pretty shitty amount of money to do that kind of cleanup job of human beings, right? Somebody gets paid that small who donated $10 to some le- like legal defense fund. You think you going after him is I speaking truth power to power? There it is. Oh, thank you very much. Somebody brought us some beer here. But you think, um, you think this is speaking truth to power? Someone bought, wow, 10 beers. Thank you very much. Cheers, Boogie. Well, cheers to you too. Thank you for the beers, skis. So, I mean, it's pretty fucking sick, isn't it? When you think about it. Go, go knock on it. You want, you want to speak truth to power? Here's your chance. Yeah, the voice is starting to go. We'll get there. We're, we're pushing on. We've got 20 minutes left and then I'm out
9: and he is a paramedic for West Valley City Fire Department. Officials tell me he used his government email account to donate to Cal Rittenhouse's defense fund.
1: And, he's, and and you know what Jason as well? Look, I'm I'm not the best at what I'm doing now, clearly. There are people who are far better at this than me. I don't think I'm the worst by any stretch of the imagination. But here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you some direct feedback here. You fucking suck at this. You are terrible. He is very stilted. I can be stilted at times too. Fair enough. But he's stilted in a way that it, it makes you think that the suit is too tight. You know, it's pressing in on his ribcage. And every he can only take short, sharp breaths because his ribcage can't expand to take in more oxygen, you know? So... <laughs> you fucking suck, bro. So not only do you suck, but you're also a cunt of a man as well. Thanks. The
9: Guardian first reporting Friday morning oh, Utah, my fault. Medic, it's their fault. donated to a defense fund for Kyle Rittenhouse. The Guardian reports this donor gave $10 to Rittenhouse on
1: the 30th of all- see, see the see the the media circle jerk that the late great Andrew Breitbart was talking about about 10 years ago. See how it works. Often discussed on this show, we used to talk about it on Trust and Verify a fair bit. Uh, this is how the you know because I used to track like Salon and Slate and Mother Jones and these more like fringy left-wing publications on Trust and Verify because nine times out of ten, the storyline that starts in one of those publications ends up on MSNBC and CNN. It might get watered down a little bit. The message might get watered down, but that's how these stories start. Like I remember on Trust and Verify I brought to the show, check this guy out, before anybody else had even fucking heard of him. I mentioned, look at this guy, Pete fucking, I've called him Pete Buttergig, <laughs> and I still think it's Pete Buttergig, but I say Buttigieg to avoid people saying, it's Buttigieg, but I don't even think it is. <laughs> so Pete Buttergig, right? Um, I was like, have a look at this guy. And, you know, James, who I was doing the show with, he was like, oh, okay. And I said, look, because at the time it was in Slate, and he, he announced he ran for president, and I said, look how much effort they're putting into selling this guy. Look at this. They really, they're really like, they're really raising this dude's profile. And he was like small town, Indiana, which was, it's supposed to be like Trump battleground country, um, veteran, right? This is before anybody even knew about him. Just reading like his data sheet, his stat sheet, veteran, um, local mayor. He, he talks like Barack Obama in, in a very similar cadence and everything like that. I said, I went on the show. I said, you watch this guy's the fucking dark horse. He's going to be there right at the end of this thing. And everyone was like, oh, you're fucking crazy. Who cares? Nobody reads that shit. And then sure enough, like two months later, CNN is now like, who is Pete Buttigieg? Why Pete Buttigieg is one of the front runners, right? It's predictable. And that's that's the thing that, like I said, Andrew Breitbart used to talk about years ago, uh, the liberal media You know, the liberal media game of kind of like fucking Chinese whispers. You know what I mean? So The Guardian writes a story and then local ABC4 reports on that story. And then CNN reports on the story that ABC4 reported on from The Guardian. And then MSNBC reports on the CNN reports on the ABC4 reports on The Guardian. And then The New York Times will write an article about what they saw on MSNBC, which is what came from CNN, which is what came from ABC4, which is what came from The Guardian. You see how this works. Same thing works. Start it like you know, salon or slate, and work your way up the chain that way. And then you know, by the by, the time it's this this is cycle has happened, a couple of you know cycles around, everybody gets there at the end of it and says, "Oh, it must be true because look, everybody's saying it. Everybody's saying it." You know, Breitbart used to talk about like what they do is you know, and he used to work for the Huffington Post, so I'm not doubt. I think he knows his shit. So he used to say they just flood the zone. You know, it's it's just about denying the the news that you create doesn't even have to be good it doesn't have to be real it's just garbage it can be garbage because it's not about the quality of the news it's about denying your opponent the opportunity to have any news space you see so all right let's carry on so here he here he is doing an exposé about a about a paramedic who donated $10 to some legal defense fund so he's now taking it the next step over he's doing it he read it in the Guardian. so let's let's carry on with this let's pick up the story and now somebody else will report on what he's doing right
9: august that was five days after police say rittenhouse shot and killed two protesters in kenosha wisconsin rittenhouse seen here with his hands up as police moved past him <laughs> they are
1: so <laughs> Look at that, though, right? He shot and killed two protesters. But Rittenhouse seen here with his hands up as police drive past him. Like, uh, uh, you know, again, I couldn't be, I couldn't be this dishonest with you. I couldn't. That's why I can't have one of these jobs ever, because I would say, you know, Rittenhouse gave himself up to police, because that's what really happened. Yes, yes, I can see that he has his hands up. You don't have to describe what's on the screen. I can see it for my own, myself. You don't have to tell me what I see, right? But what you're not explaining is the context of how this picture came to be on the screen in the first place. The context is Rittenhouse gave himself up to police, seen here in this footage with his hands in the air. Right? No, 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 no. Here he is with his hands up. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Don't believe your lion eyes. Officer said. Oh, is this video going to be a bitch or what? Yep, probably. Probably. All right. Anyway, you get the idea. So have a look at some of these replies and then we're going straight to the carton. Have a look at some of these replies. (laughs) Officer Poso got jumped in on it. Sean Head jumped in on it. Uh, I want the normal people replies because they're the funniest ones. (laughs) <laughs> will, you, will you show the public where you live so people can knock and ask you a few questions about the story? Oh, shit, we didn't even get to the part where he knocks on the guy's door. How silly of me. It's all building up to that point. Got to show. Well, we have to show that. Data breach. Of-
9: the helpers Protested the death of Jacob Blake. I went to Shepard's home to get his side of things, but those inside the home didn't want to talk. Oh. <sighs>
1: This is got to trash, got to trash journalism.
9: West Valley city officials tell me in a statement, we can confirm that Craig Shepard is an employee of the West Valley City Fire Department. We have become aware of a donation made using his government email account.
1: Listen we- listen, how terribly is at reading. We are conducting an investigation into this. There's no personality here. He's a he's a malfunctioning Westworld robot. We are conducting an investigation into this Matt, like barely hanging on to believability. One of the early models, you know, you know the one that the old guy has, like the bartender, and that's the one he keeps, like his fucking little friend. He's like a like a really basic firmware uh, Westworld host. Uh, yeah, 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 like if you ask Jason anything other than the the news item that he's currently reporting on, he would just go into a loop where he asks questions that lead back to the news item that he's reporting on. You know, for example, he'd be like, we can confirm that Craig Shepard is an employee of the West Valley City Fire Department. I'd say, that's great, Jason. Hey, uh, did you watch the Mets game by any chance? You know, I heard they really stole a result in the last innings there. What do you think of that new pitcher they've got? And he's like, yeah, baseball is fun and pitchers are great. It reminds me of a story I heard that Craig Shepard is an employee of the West Valley City Fire Department. And you go, oh, okay. He doesn't have anything else. That's all he's got going for it.
9: This matter. However, such a donation would be representative of personal actions and not those of West Valley City. There you go.
1: So he was tweeting. Now, some of the replies to this absolutely fucking sensational. Uh, He's just been relentless. (laughs) Hard hitting fucking journalism here, boys. Supporting doxing a dude for a $10 donation to a legal defense fund thanks for the reminder I plan to donate more money to Kyle Rittenhouse defence fund today (laughs) thanks for the reminder Uh, I tried to get the paramedic side of things as if the paramedic committed a crime by donating to a defence fund he actually tweeted out uh, a paramedic's been caught donating to the legal defence fund and everyone was like hang on caught doing something legal that's an interesting take so he's been getting absolutely smashed are you wishing the man you doxed on public television using taxpayer-funded fu- uh, mon- money is having a happy Sunday? I'm sure he's having an absolutely lovely day. Not scared for the safety of his family, friends, or job security at all. Trash human. What's your home address? Uh, and somebody wrote, It took me 30 seconds to find it. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. We wouldn't want anybody knocking on his door. Uh, and, you know, this is why, like, when we played the Brian Stelter clip on Friday... Um, you know, I do think it's a shitty thing like chasing people down the street and sticking a microphone and a camera in their face. You know, when even if they come out of court and stuff, I always, I've always thought that's just trashy and I don't like it. Um, so then when it happened to Brian Stelter, of course, I was like, yes, it's trashy. It's, it's awful, isn't it, Brian? It's awful. <laughs> but he, of course, uh, got the janitor to save him, which not many other people have that luxury. All right, let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, Kitty B tagged me in this the other day. We're winding up here, uh, Monday night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Let's have a look at this. Uh, it is one of the latest from the car, marks. It's been a while. We're going to revisit them. Let's have a look.
9: All right, Narketeers, let's peek around the corner of this car car and see
8: what we find. Hello. It is bad news, Bears. Uh-oh,
1: uh-oh. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy.
8: That's unfortunate,
1: here, and she, ah, like we all... Now this, this is your original carton arc. This is the original and the best. This is Agent Sebastian. You can tell by the voice. And Agent Sebastian is by far the most experienced. He handles things better than all of the other ones.
8: I see. Even if she's using the handicap access
1: area. She's using the handicap access area. (laughs) Not the handicap spot, the handicap access area. (laughs) See see how much effort he puts in? (laughs) (laughs) To make it all very official.
8: (laughs) She doesn't think about
1: the next person.
8: Yep, right there. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Look at
1: all of the bird shit on this car. What is that hunk of shit?
3: <laughs>
1: That's fucking awful. That shouldn't even... That, I don't think that even is a car. <laughs> it looks like a child's bed with a roof on it. Fucking hell. It's
8: even locked blocked off. i lined up.
1: And And is it just me or is it annoying to see somebody with a GMC parking in a disabled spot? That's not where the cars go, man. That's not
8: where they go, oh,
1: the man. The front of the store is right there. Oh,
8: wait, I look how close she is. Car I cat.
1: mean, I can already tell. If she's parking in the disabled spot, and she does, to be fair to her, she does have a disabled sticker. But I've always thought they're far too liberal the way these hand, they hand out these disabled stickers. I've always thought, nah. There are so many people who can, you know, walk who are getting these stickers. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't think there's that many disabled people driving around, to, to be honest. So she does have the disabled sticker, but you can already tell that's the excuse that she's going to use, isn't it? She's going to say, ah, oh, well, look, I'm fucking disabled. What are you going to do about it?
8: That's not where the cars go, man. Oh, the front of the store is right there. Yeah. And why? I even walked away from a car corral in the time that I observed this. That's not where cars go. <laughs> over there. over there. What do you even accept? Hey, it's gone. Yeah, in the cart. Oh, where you go? Oh, she didn't want to say hi. She just wanted to do some ventilation. Let's well, just get the huh, She
1: wants to be. Uh, that's really. She too- just wants to be impolite.
8: Too bad. Um, even
5: has a gun. Yeah. Who's put it? It on my car? It's
8: a <laughs> magnet
1: for the cart arts. It says I don't. Ob- now here's the thing, right? We watched a video. Do you remember we watched the Agent Sebastian video? By far, it's the by far the best one that I've seen. Where um, it was a young you know younger sort of urban gentleman and agent sebastian agent sebastian is absolutely fucking fearless the other cartnarck the other bigger one uh, agent cordell he he can be ruffled from time to time he he has been known to be intimidated a little bit but that's okay he's a he's a trainee you know he's not agent sebastian but do you remember the one where the guy was like flicking his knife like so he got the like the flick knife out of his pocket to take the bumper sticker uh the the magnet off the off the bonnet remember that like he kept flicking his knife around waving his little knife around agent sebastian i believe what was it was it four times he put a, a bumper magnet on this guy's car four times he just kept going back and the guy was being very intimidating right like listen here, motherfucker, you do that one more time, I'm gonna fuck you up. He's like, well, we can have you not putting your cart back. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so he is he's fucking fearless. He's a savage. <laughs> and that's why that's obviously why he's the leader of the organization.
8: Return my shopping cart like a jerk, because what you did is you left your cart out here blocking the handicap area. Yeah. Now, I'm going to point you, we got Cart Corral right over there you can use. That's you work for them. No, I'm working for the Cart Knocks. We're a highly trained organisation of non-governmental secret agents. What are you doing, man? That's not nice. Don't do that. Now, don't make
5: me call the police on you, so don't
1: do that. Don't make me call the police on you. <laughs> <laughs> have, we, have we just been letting people get away with far too much for far too long? Is that the answer? Press 1 in the chat if yes, press 2 in the chat if no. What do you think? All right. Maybe there's all sorts of ways to explain the mess that modern day society is in. But does it, does it all boil down to, and I don't mean like arresting people and stuff. I don't mean in that sense. I just mean like putting up with people's bullshit, you know? Does it all boil down to something as simple as that? Because, I mean, we can talk about things like, you know, ideological subversion and cultural indoctrination and cultural Marxism, right? And we can talk about all of these things, you know, corporations corrupting public monies, corruption, politicians, right? We can talk about all of that, but does it all, if, if that's all like the white noise that's bubbling on the surface, is the thing where all of that's coming from, is it just as simple as we've been, you know, we've been putting up with people's shit for too long? What do you think? What do you think? I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it's as simple as that. Maybe we just stop putting up with people's shit. Maybe we stop entertaining people's shit. Maybe that's a better way of saying it, right? Maybe we just stop listening to them. (laughs) Maybe that's good enough. Maybe then they'll scream themselves into a void, into an abyss. And maybe we'll be lucky enough for them to create a wormhole in the universe that leads to utter destruction and take us with them. Maybe. Just maybe. Let's carry on.
8: What are you going to tell the police?
5: You are bothering me.
8: Is that, is that something the police need to be talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what
1: are you going to tell the police? That you're bothering me. Is that something you need to be uh, talking to the policeman? <laughs> You're bothering me. Hello, officer. Hello, officer. Uh, there's a man down here, he bothering me. Oh. We'll we'll send we'll send a we'll send a fucking platoon down to your location immediately, madam. We can't have we can't have you being bothered in a car park. <laughs> you know what I mean? People have been entertained for too long. Their fantasies have been entertained too much. It's time. It's time. It's time to you know. All right, that's enough, <laughs> everybody. That's a, like that copper said. Okay, you look. I'm. I'm just not going to talk to you anymore. Okay, I'm not listening to you now. So here's your ticket. You know, just politely. We need to polite. We need to be able to politely say to people. I, I, I'm, I'm I'm on this. I think this is the way forward. this is the only way we can we can't vote our way out of things, right? You know we, we can't um, go face to face to people and have arguments with them because they'll just believe fucking nonsense anyway. so you you're wasting your time. We can't do that. I think the only what the only possible way out of this is if we just collectively say, to you know the people you know the people that we need to say this to there's no need to get specific but we just say to people um, no no I'm sorry okay that's enough Okay, that's enough I'm sorry and when they keep you know screaming and getting angry about whatever little pet topic they're angry and screaming about this week just go no no, I'm not listening anymore no no don't care I don't I don't care (laughs) whatever stop entertaining them Stop treating them equally.
3: <laughs>
1: okay, maybe not that far. Maybe not that far.
8: Don't talk it, sir. You know what you're doing? You're bothering people by leaving your card out.
5: Man, if they were close enough, I am handicapped.
8: All right, you walk there out to the store,
1: right? We, I I do, I, why can't you walk back? There it is. I knew it was coming. I knew it. I'm handicapped. <laughs> I mean, she might be handicapped, but she did get out and stroll around. She did get out and stroll around that GMC pretty fucking easily, you know what I mean? Like, look at the look at the stroller here.
8: That's really too bad. Um, even
1: if, hey, it it's not even a stroll so much as it's a strut.
8: Yeah. Who is that you put on my car. It's, uh, it's a magnet for the cart arts. It says I don't return my shopping cart like a jerk because what you did is you left your cart
1: out here. I would I would imagine a handicapped person who needs a handicapped spot in order to have close access to the store would um, really hate getting in and out of their car multiple times, right? That's why they've got a handicap spot. See, but obviously. Um, winning TV, Phil D'Angelo, ladies and gentlemen, who is the head of the cart patrols in the Great Nation of Boogie Stand, is there any way that we can um, perhaps... Is there is there any way that we can absorb another department in the cart patrol, sir? And perhaps maybe we can also... Because the car patrols are going to be in the parking lots. They're already there. So I'm thinking we can also have the car patrols um, monitor the administration of disabled stickers in Boogie Stand. Do you think that's a good idea? I think that's a good idea. We can kill two birds with one stone. Because if you're seen utilising a disabled spot without actually being a disabled person. I think one of the snipers just, you know, just take them out. (laughs) Like we would do with the people who don't return their carts. I think, you know, I think that's a good idea. Treat them, them, should we put them on the same level criminally? In terms of criminal justice, should we treat them the same fashion? Just dispatch them as soon as we find them? Maybe we should. I mean, the king is open to discussion on that. I'm not sure yet which way we're going to go exactly, but we may just do swift eliminations. <laughs> Jim Enward in the chat. Jim Enward, the Minister of Inclusion and Diversity in the great nation of Boogie Stan, says, and I quote, can't we just kill all the cripples? I don't think we can. I mean, Because, I mean, we're going to run out of room in the in the storage in the in the in the corpse storage facility we're going to run out of room if we just kill all all of the criminals. they should be at least given a chance to do the right thing (laughs) i think and you know if if they're not causing a problem and if they speak when spoken to then they should be allowed to mingle amongst us you know um shine our shoes clean our streets right I mean, there is a use for them. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. But I do do appreciate the moxie. Jim, uh, You know, as you know, the cabinet of Boogie Stan is we have free exchange, open ideas. But eventually, yes, of course, I am a monarch. So the king's word does stand at the end of the day. But I am open to suggestions. (laughs) That's scary.
8: Blocking the handicap area. Now, I'm going to point you, we got cart corral right over there you can use. That's Right over there. there. Now, I'm working for the Cart Knocks. We're she a highly strolls, trained organization of non-governmental.
1: She strolls around that car like there's nothing wrong. What
5: me call the police so don't do
1: that. Yeah. What are you
8: going to tell the police?
5: You are bothering me.
1: Is that, is that something
8: the police need to be talking
1: about?
5: Keep on talking, sir. You're, Keep you're on
1: talking, talking son. son. The arrogance.
5: And if they were close enough, I am handicapped.
1: All right, you walked out from the store, right?
5: I sure did.
8: Why can't you walk back?
5: Why can't you?
1: What? What? I am handicapped. Well, you walked all the way from the store, didn't you? Uh Uh-huh. So why can't you walk back? Why don't you? Um. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) I I can. (laughs) Why don't you? (laughs) Nikki Fruit Loop's We have a department of don't be uppity.
8: Ma'am, I'm not your bitch.
3: Oh shit, son (laughs) (laughs) Look
1: at the look on her face. Oh holy shit. You <laughs> <He> went there.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! And she's she is not impressed at all.
8: You're bothering people by leaving your card out,
5: man. If they were close enough, I am handicapped.
8: All right, you walked out from the store, right? I sure did. Why can't you walk back? Why can't you, ma'am? I'm not your bitch.
3: <laughs> he did it! son of a bitch did it! Yeah!
2: <laughs> he did it! The bad son of a bitch did it! <laughs> That's how we
8: talking. That's
1: sorry, how I we talking.
8: That's you talking. That's It's yeah. inappropriate you and unprofessional. Are you gonna call the damn police on your ass? You gonna call them? because
5: I say said- Now you hear me cussing. Are you, gonna have- you disrespected me, first of all.
8: You disrespected everybody, first it's of all. Get
5: your monkey ass away from me.
8: Monkey butt? First of all, I would like to formally apologize <laughs> for using the B word, by the way.
1: Be your ass. Oh, interesting. Oh, 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 I don't know if I like this. I don't. I'm sorry. You know I'm a big supporter of what the Carton arcs do, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we've modeled our whole public safety policy on what the Carton arcs do. We fucking... Inv- we we wrote shopping cart theory here on this fucking show. We invented it. We know what we're doing. This is very disappointing. This is very disappointing. Fatbink in the chat. I think he's got a point. Fatbink in the chat says, walk it back, white boy. I think he just walked it back, man. He walked it back. I don't know if I like this. Because if you're going to, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to say, hey, I'm not your bitch, once, once, that's, an, that's a clear escalation, you know? Hey, look, I'm not your bitch. You're definitely, you're definitely like progressing the conversation to another stage of interaction at that point. And so, you know, if you're going to do that, you've got to stick by it, got to stick by it, got to stick by it. It's like if you pull out your gun, you've got to gotta be ready to shoot. Don't just pull it out and wave it around. <laughs> You can't you can't tuck it back into your pants once it's out. Once they've seen what you're packing, you need to hold on to it like and with in glory. <laughs> Don't tuck it away sheepishly. Once it's out of the pants, it never goes back in. It's just the way it is.
8: here. <laughs> How about you be getting your butt to with the cart over to the front of the store? He, he sticks way, to it, he's it sticking to it. Better position for everybody else. You don't have to worry about inconveniencing people who are also use a handicap access area. And you just feel good about yourself as a person, right? <laughs> you feel like you pick up after yourself, you know? You feel good. It's like, ah, I did the right thing. Or you can waste the police's time. I still don't know what you're going to tell them, though. That's the, that's the problem I have. Especially...
1: <laughs> Part of me is waiting for Agent Sebastian to say to her, uh, ma'am, in this current climate, do you really want the police to, to show up? Or? <laughs> I mean we all know whose side they're gonna be on, right? Don't we? <laughs> <laughs> we all know who's not getting shot here. You know. <laughs> Ma'am, if I were you, I'd I'd get the hell out of here before the police show up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you will, I don't know
5: here, it's harassing that's, me. I'm that's a lie. I'm... Look,
1: I'm, I'm not a very, uh, I'm not a very vindictive person, but that's something. Like if you push me far enough in a real life situation, that's something that I would say just to be a cunt. You know. <laughs> You're the last person that should be calling the police. They're going to go to you. For, they're going to point their guns at you, not me. You're an idiot. You <laughs> know. <laughs> At which point I'll get in trouble now because there's, everybody's filming, and they're these horrible racists, and be like, "No, I was trying to save the man's life. I was saving a black man's life. What do you want from me?" I really care. By the
8: way, my name's Age uh, of Maplewood. My name's, Aja, Maplewood. A, my name's Aja Sebastian.
1: Maple wood. Maplewood. Maplewood. No,
8: I did not say that. I said you I. I, I no, I did not. That's a so lie. That is an absolute lie. I said you I you was not your you b word. Yeah. In the next second, I did you're not call. Me-
1: So now she's lying to the police. He called me a bitch. He didn't call her a bitch. He didn't call, and this is why he shouldn't have walked it back. He should have just said, We're recording everything. I have the recording right here. (laughs) (laughs) This is not going well. So he shouldn't have walked it back. But then she's done, I guess, the predictable thing, which is be like, he said something that he didn't actually say. Most people are this way now. Most people now, unfortunately, when you say something to them, they don't—they don't even really uh, respect the words that you're using. They—they ju- they just assume that you—they assume what you mean instead of um, listening to what you say. If that makes sense. So you know, I can say, um, for example, uh, you know, this particular Joe Biden policy, I don't think is a bad idea. I can say something like that. And then, but what people hear is, I'm a Democrat. It's so, like, well, no, I didn't didn't say that. Right? But, you know, I can say, I, I disagree with uh, Donald Trump's move here. And what people hear is, um, you're a lying communist. <laughs> you know? It's just the way it is. And I don't know how you fix that. I don't think you can.
3: When I think about the way. from me I know that I am
1: so much better. I'm better off. wife speak Bernie Banks in the chat very good
5: <laughs> on that.
8: that's not nice either man but by the way I did not call you that you word
5: got, you know I got something for you keep on mouthing me
8: what what do you have something for why me why don't
5: you take your ass off
8: because you can take your because... your butt your back with the no, car I am not
5: this man is harassing that's a lie
8: me. by the way uh I did not call you the B word, ma'am. I am. I said vehicle, I was not your i am in a
5: handicap. I am injured.
1: You're in a handicap. I am injured I'm in a handicap. I am injured. This all to be. This all seems like a lot of effort. She's now outside of the car, standing, pacing around, screaming on the phone, threatening people in a car park. It all seems like very non-injured behaviour. I've been injured. I wasn't doing this. You know what I mean. It all seems like very non-handicapped behavior. And this is the kind of thing that I would expect the cart patrols of the Kingdom of Boogie Stand to keep an eye on. <laughs> any any kind of this behavior.
5: Listen with me.
1: My business is the carts.
8: That's what I, am I...
5: in a great
1: Fat Bink in the chat, he is harassing her. No he's not. She can she can literally get in her car and drive away. Any <laughs> She can she can do this. She can shake her head and go and drive away if she wanted to. And end of harassment. If that if that is a possible um option for you in any interaction, then you're not being harassed. Harassed is being like when you're like at work when you're trapped in some kind of situation. You're there and you can't leave. That's harassment. When you can't stop it. When somebody's pestering you constantly on the phone or something. Right? When somebody's knocking on your door, when they're sending you pizzas and shit, that's harassment. If if the interaction, if you never have to see this person again for the rest of your life just by getting in the car and driving away, then you're not being harassed. You, you, you're being inconvenienced at your choice by your own, by your own decision. You are you are consenting to this harassment. Anytime you consent to harassment, it ceases to be harassment. minister of fun Kebby, i think and the minister of fun would know this i think the legal term is bothering (laughs) the reason the minister of fun should know that is because the minister of fun needs to be across all of the things that are not only fun but also not fun so we know to avoid them (laughs) nikki fruit loops light her up
8: (laughs) hey gmc right and I'm in a uh, tactical man, his, vest, you know, it's my got a cool night. hat on. And uh, by the way, I've not done anything illegal. What you're doing is wasting police time.
5: He he, he's a cart knock. That's right. He's a cart knock.
8: I'll explain real quick. What we he's, a we, co- he's a cart. He's a cart knock. He's
1: a cart knock. Yes, he is. He's saying he's a cart knock. No, he is a cart knock, man. He most definitely is a cart knock. This is getting volatile very quickly.
8: We tell we tell on people that don't take the carts back, basically.
5: And he's still talking to me. He need to go on by his that Fat
1: Bink, he touched her property by putting the magnet on her car. No, he didn't touch it. He threw the magnet on it. He never touches their car. He drops the magnet on the car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He's too smart for you, Fat Bink. He's got you, mate. He's got all of the loopholes. And I mean, let's be fair here. It, it would be akin to somebody putting a flyer under your windshield. It's uh, it might annoy you, but it's not something you can get someone thrown in prison for, <laughs> right? So he drops it on the car. He doesn't place. He doesn't touch their car at all. <laughs> like I said, at any time they can just get up. They could just drive away, and it would all be over. But they never do. They stand here and they bitch and they moan and they fight and kick and scream. <laughs> Because it's the because he's he's holding a mirror to their guilty conscience, <laughs> which is again why we don't tolerate this kind of behaviour in the kingdom of Boogie Stan.
8: Well, you need to be going by taking back your car. Are you going to stop wasting the police's time?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, don't you think the police have better things to worry about? <laughs> what a smile.
8: My name is Dick. I'm Major Sebastian.
1: Oh, and t- now we're sharing names here.
9: Together
8: we can make the world he a better place. He to go his business. My business, this is my business, by the way. Do you see my cool? Thank you. All right, they're coming <laughs> out to talk to them. Because then they are going to say, hey. I,
1: now, now, darling, are you going to drive off now? I get the feeling that she didn't really call the police, that she pretend dialed, and now she's going to drive away because the bluff of, I'm going to call the police, didn't work and she decided to stick it through to the end and just pretend. That's, that's what I'm guessing. Now, of special note here is, this is worth paying attention to, look here in the right-hand side, standing under the criteria sign, or the criterion, uh, in front of the big Chevy pickup truck. It looks like a very nice truck, by the way. Um, <laughs> look at this dude here, fucking <laughs> on, the, on the right-hand side of the screen. I don't know if he's white knighting or if he's just watching going, this fucking bitch, you know what I mean? I I don't know if he looks like a guy who would return his carts or not. I, I can't be certain. I can't be certain. He's got a little bit of, uh, to, to steal a phrase from Paul Vorton. he's got a little bit of pud around the lummox, which would indicate that he's not a returner, Right. Not necessarily a returner. Is that Boogie like Boogie two nine five, whatever that fucking idiot's name is? Yeah <laughs> No, he he's not pissing himself, so that can't be him. <laughs> I don't see a wet patch on the front of those car khaki cargo shorts. So I don't think it is Boogie two nine or whatever it is. Carry on.
8: He's going to start Debbie, a, a slow clap. Uh, wasting our time. I'll pick this up for you. By the way, you've got to off by now if you wanted to, just FYI. I have no legal authority over you. I only have moral authority over you, so.
1: <laughs> Minister of Fun, Kimmy with a diamond. He walks with his butt cheeks squeezed together. <laughs>
3: yes.
1: Uh, he walks like he's chewing a piece of licorice in his asshole. <laughs> you know that really sticky li- uh, licorice that sticks to your teeth.
8: <laughs> yeah, again, take the car back, please. I'm not. I'm not gonna let you waste police time. By the way,
5: look. I'm gonna tell you something. What's that, There's ma'am? Many people left parts right here. Let's I'm the only black one that's left, so I advise you this is a prop.
1: Ah, it's racism. It's racist, it goes to racism. So uh, the I'm disabled didn't work The you're harassing me And I'm a victim didn't work And now it's You're only harassing me because I'm black hmm. Anyone else get the And you know now you see my earlier point Does it all come down to, nah, sorry, I'm not listening to you anymore. Sorry, don't care. Is that where it starts? (laughs) Because she wouldn't use that line. She wouldn't use that line unless she thought it would work. Right. And the fact that she thinks it will work, just saying, I'm black. I'm black. Disabled and black. Exactly, comfy friend. Disabled and black. She should be president. (laughs) Yeah. I had a Kamala Harris video tonight, uh, which I meant to get to, which I'll have to do on Wednesday, uh, from the BBC celebrating what an inspiration Kamala Harris is to Indian women in India, which is unbelievable. (laughs) But anyway, we'll get to that at some point as well. Utterly fantastic. All right, just a couple more minutes here. get out of here find
8: one other cart this out. is a problem why is that you need to get out of my face I'm not no. I'm backing away the police coming baby that's I'll
1: talk to you. them that's a police Man. coming Man. baby
8: point out like one other cart point out one other cart you see that's loose besides yours this man is harassing me. That's not true. I'm asking names. her to take her car back.
5: I'm sitting up here at Menorah's minding my own damn business. Uh, you did not. This man is full of
8: By shit. definition. This
1: man is full of shit.
8: You <laughs> did not. I'm quite not. Because I put the car right there. By you definition, you did not mind your own business. Bullshit, By definition, me. you and blocked. I got the
5: police Because you. you need to
8: take
1: your. Do you think she cares about definitions? I think she cares about what the definition is she's going she's just going to call you a motherfucker and say whatever she needs to say to get out of this situation <laughs> that's what's gonna happen she's gonna accuse you of being a hitler she's, she's gonna say how she's disabled next she'll say that she's got a kid dying of cancer at home and you're now she's going to miss the death of her child because you're harassing her in the car park you know and again i have to uh, reiterate this whole thing could end at any moment if she just gets in her car and drives away. She's able to do that.
3: I've walked through all of China Walked till my feet were sore Came home to Carolina And found my love next door
1: What would you say you do here? Yes, exactly. Very good, Kimmy. She's got the sassy hip stance you can see there. You can look at it one of two ways. It's either the sassy hip stance or it's the I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle. Here is my spout. It's one or the other. (laughs) The sassy hip stance would also indicate to me And this is a directive that I will be giving to the Minister of Car Patrol's winning TV, Phil D'Angelo, on live tomorrow night at 7pm, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Um, This is a directive I will be giving to the car patrols of Boogie Stan. This kind of sassy hip movement, this would indicate that the person is indeed not deserving of a disabled parking ticket. This, this is somebody who is not deserving of a disabled... Like, I think at a minimum, if you're going to get a disabled parking privilege in the kingdom of Boogie Stand, you have to at least have one hip injury. <laughs> Which would make it difficult to do these sassy little hip movements. That's how strict we're going to be on this shit. Basically, it's going to be impossible in the kingdom of Boogie Stand to get a handicap spot because um, our qualification for being handicapped is that you can't drive. <laughs> That's that's our system. I think it works well. Our rule in Boogie Stan is, if our rule in bo- in is, if you can prove you're disabled, you're banned from driving. So there's no need for handicap spots. <laughs> You show up to get your handicap pass, and we say congratulations. You've proved that you're handicapped. Unfortunately, we'll have to confiscate your license. <laughs>
3: <Right> <laughs> here
1: next End of door discussion. Done. Exactly. Tough but fair. So you know, the truly disabled people will never have to get into confrontations about a disabled parking spot because they just won't be there.
8: Your ass on. Ma'am, that's not against the law to ask you to be polite. It's not against the law. You calling me a bitch? I did not say that. say that. No, I did not. I said, I am not. Then you just called me
1: a big. Now, now, see, this is where we ramp up the aggression. Okay, so saying I'm disabled didn't work. Saying, uh, you know, I'm black and you're racist, that didn't work. Pretending to call the police, that didn't work. And now, now comes the aggression. We're now at stage four of this interaction. When all else fails, get in their face. When all else fails, raise your voice, get in their face, and act aggressive. Maybe that will solve the problem. Maybe that will get me out of this. No,
8: that's all right. I know my ass. You gonna get it? I first off, that's not illegal. I said you I know, am what? not I
1: your I mean,
8: bitch. Bring his ass up here cause you full of shit, know. ma'am. You don't call me no bitch. I didn't say there,
1: that. There, there is a crowd building. <laughs> I love a good crowd. See, I, I can watch this. I can watch this, but you know what? Total honesty, if I was there in real life, I would just keep walking. And if I was with the person who wanted to stay and watch it, I'd be like, come on, let's just fucking go. Because I don't want to be dragged in. Because you know my experience? When you watch something like this, at some point, the person who feels most aggrieved will start asking people to back them up. They do. I, I guarantee, I haven't seen this far into the clip. I wouldn't be surprised if at some point she turns around to the people who are watching and say, you saw all this, didn't you? Look at this motherfucker. Are you just going to stand? This, this is what these people do. And by these people, I mean car criminals. Gypsy of Diamonds with the diamond. Vendor steals the diamond, Gypsy. Says, hashtag uh, Worldstar. I don't know what Worldstar is. I honest, Hand on heart, I do not know what Worldstar is. I've heard it referenced like five, six hundred times but i've never seen it i don't really it's 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 is it a website where they upload is it like live leak i think i think it's like live leak where they share. like they upload videos of people fighting and shit i don't know it's it's a black twitter thing i don't know i'm a white guy i don't know <laughs> All right, we we haven't got long to go here. Let's let's take it out to the end.
8: First off, that's not illegal. I said you know, I am well, not I
1: mean, your bitch.
5: Bring his ass up here, cause you full of shit, know, ma'am. You don't call me no bitch. I didn't say that. You did.
8: Let me tell you what I said. Mother, mm, I said you I. You
5: ain't gotta say shit. Me, I'll, repeat, I'll repeat. I'll repeat myself.
8: Ass. And I'm sorry I said the word.
5: Repeat your ass. Oh, you don't call me no bitch. I did drop your ass right there. Well, you
8: can't, cause we're very fast. But let me explain. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> you <do> <laughs> no, babe, I got some. do a forty? do a race? do a
1: He never misses a chance. And see, this is why Agent Sebastian is the best. This is why Agent Sebastian is the fucking leader of the Cartnarks. Because of lines like that. That's quick, man. (laughs) I should drop your ass right there. Well, you can't, man, because I'm very fast. (laughs) Because I'm very fast. (laughs) I will run away. (laughs) I will run away giggling. That is fucking annoying. <laughs> I'll
8: repeat myself, ass. and I'm sorry I said the word. Repeat
5: your ass. Oh, you don't call me no bitch. I so didn't. wish drop your ass right there. Well,
8: you can't, because we're very fast. <laughs> you ain't fast enough, baby.
5: I got some... Wanna do a 40? I we do a race. Hang
1: you know? on. Hang on. She's like, you ain't fast enough, baby. Uh, Ma'am, aren't you the one that's parked in a disabled spot? Mm. Snap. <laughs> at that point, I expect my car patrol slash... Uh, disabled spot in forces to take her out take her down (laughs) take get her out of boogie stand because at that point she's not disabled (laughs) what a race I'll time you (laughs) but she's handicapped exactly (laughs) you ain't fast enough baby fast enough to um, run faster than a disabled person perhaps Hmm? I don't even have to be that fast I assume Unless, of course, it's a scam. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! She's exposing herself now. As she, I don't think, I, guys, guys, I don't think she's really handicapped. I don't think she's really disabled at all. <laughs> <laughs> well,
8: you can't. So we're very fast. You ain't fast enough, baby, I got some... You do a <laughs> oh, race? yes, do you, you, a little...
1: you caught yourself. Well done. You want a
8: race? Why, why do don't you, ra- do you take your ass off? Because, uh, you know, I will, because I, want to, I don't want you wasting police time. How about that? No, why are you gonna leave
5: now? Because you just now said? you want to, you know.
1: Wait, do you... <laughs> So for the last five minutes, she's been going, get out of here, get out of here, get out of here, get out of here, get the fuck out of here. And then when he says, okay, you know what, I'm gonna get out of here because I don't want to waste the police time, she's like, oh, where are you going? <laughs> 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 oh, where are you going now, huh? <laughs> it, <Fucking> unreal. <laughs> Again, she could just get in a car or drive away at any moment.
8: You want me to leave or you want me to stay? I, I'm yeah, confused. I don't
5: what you do, but I know one thing, you won't get the fuck out of my face. Ma'am. I'm going to fix your ass.
8: How's, how's that? Don't
5: worry about it. I'm, I would like for you to don't fix your car. Oh, I can fix you.
8: How's
1: that? Don't
5: get me tempted to what? do it
1: sir don't be your dopey i heard what she oh said. cordell is now asking ah okay so i didn't expect cordell to be asking for backup and for help but this is he's proved he is proving my point i thought it would be the woman but it's not so credit to her it's him but he's proving my point this is why whenever one of these like fucking public confrontations is going if i'm with my wife or something she she likes to slow down and have a little look what's going on over here i say just fucking leave it so let's, let's just go <laughs> let's get the fuck out of here because at some point somebody there will try to drag you into their shit and like no, not having it I don't care anymore I don't care you two people can tear yourselves apart there can be limbs on the street blood everywhere full forensic crime scene I'll be like yeah I don't care <laughs> see ya I'm not an innocent bystander I'm a person leaving because <laughs> I don't even want to know Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm busy.
8: Dad, I know you're being sarcastic, but don't yeah, be. <laughs> so are you like the cart police? I'm the cart narc. So, huh? what we do is we ask folks, like, so she left her cart block in the handicap. Let's hear what here you
1: do. Pay. Do you get Come
5: paid on. for this? Like, do you, do you make no, living out of this?
1: Fat white boy is white knighting. Oh, no. And and ladies and gentlemen, I'm pleased to report, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't say, I'm pleased to report, he is also a neckbeard, yes. All of the memes coming true. Isn't it funny how so many of these memes come true in the end? Look at that. Fat neckbeard defending someone who isn't really disabled. Isn't that wonderful? (laughs) Oh, look, and he's even got the boots that go up over the ankles. Oh, what a flog. Look at him! <laughs> Just the fat fucking flog. He's he's got the sunglasses on with like the red fucking the red mirror tint on the outside that you used to see on late 1980s action movie covers. <laughs> you know, he's got like the Terminator Terminator 2 sunglasses on. What a flog! Pure floggishness. <laughs> Oh, uh, dude, are you actually like harassing a disabled woman of color right now?
8: <laughs> oh,
1: fuck off, you cup.
8: I'm the carton arc. So, what we do is we ask folks, like, so she left her car block in the handicap area.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, Cabaret chat. Solid, solid white trash neck beard.
8: I just,
1: it's a society.
8: It's a society. Right, because, you know these lions right here?
5: Yeah, uh, I work at Fast Pro, and I've worked at many other places, and, like, we would tell you
2: to leave.
1: Look, sir, I've worked at Fast Pro. Oh, this level of white knighting should be fucking illegal.
7: Are you like the cart, please?
8: And the cart narc. So what we do is we ask folks, like, so she left her car block in the handicap area. Let's hear what
7: you do. Do you get paid for this? Like, do you do you make living off
8: of this? This is society. I, 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 he oh. talking
5: about some damn bass.
8: Right, because, you, you know these lions right here? Yeah, let's I, I work at Bass Pro.
1: I, imagine boasting about working at a supermarket. A uh, Bass Pro. Is it Bass Pro? The fishing shop? I work at the I work at the tackle shop. Excuse me. <laughs> I, I sell bait to people. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Is he trying to pull rank? Is he trying to pull rank on this guy by saying, I work at Bass Pro, the fishing shop? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I've worked in camping supplies and many other places, and I've never heard of this. Oh.
8: <laughs> and I've worked at many other places, and, like, we would totally you to bitch, it that's like Look, I totally get that, because she's big. This
1: guy, the, this guy either works at Bass Pro. He either works at a fishing place or at GameStop. Because, you, you know these lions right here?
8: Basketball, yeah, I, I work at Bass Pro,
5: and shit, I've worked at...
1: <laughs> it looks like Ethan Ralph. <laughs> look at that. At Bass... That is Ethan there. That is a gunt, ladies and gentlemen. He's a Ralph fan, I think. Emulating the look of his hero. You know how you you know how people who love their celebrities will try to get this. You know, everybody was getting the Jennifer Aniston hairdo in the 90s, you know? Look at that. That is a gunt right there. Fantastic gunt. Lovely shape on it. Also, with the cleavage on the gunt, just under the navel there, you can tell through the shirt. That's how you know it's hot. It's
9: Pro,
8: and I've worked at many other places, and like we would tell you to leave. That's look, I totally get that because she's, she's being a pain in the butt. I understand, but at the same time, we're a public servant. I would be
9: a pain in the ass too because you're yelling at people. Oh, really? about have I yelled? Your have I yelled once? No. Okay, no, so see what you're doing?
8: You're fault.
1: That'll do me. That'll do me. So the ba- the Bass Pro professional says to him, hey, I'd be angry too because you're out here yelling at people. And Agent Sebastian says to him, have I yelled at anyone once? And the guy takes like two or three seconds and goes, well, okay. <laughs> people, people will just say things that are clearly obviously false that they know to be false. They don't even care. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Cabaret. This guy has no idea what he stepped in. Oh, I think he would by the end of it. When you when you go to work at a at a tackle shop to get away from this shit, that's how you know. All right, that'll do us for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Went overtime tonight. Don't forget to follow our friends at Rational Times, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Everybody's favorite lover of Frenchwoman, women, Mersh. Don't forget Major Tom, Joy, Pessy Winning TV tomorrow night. Of course, 7 p.m. at Real Person PLTCS, Iceman4433, uh, J.D. Stoner, tip of the hat to Lois Ropes. I'm very disappointed that that girl has now taken my bit, Lois Ropes. So if you missed uh, Daywave, remember, we've been saying for months, Way Dave with Lois Ropes. It's our thing. And this fucking chick, this crazy chick, <laughs> this fucking crazy chick stole my bit. Lonely Chef with the Diamond. Thank you, Lonely Chef. Much appreciated. So this fucking crazy trollop, this crazy gutter snipe on their show, she stole my fucking thing, man. And now they're all calling him Lois Ropez. Way Dave with Luis Ropez. Fucking there you go. Anyway, but you know, we don't give a fuck about that shit. So thank you to everyone who contributed tonight. Thank you to everyone who, who tipped on uh DLive, Streamlabs and buy me a beer slash buy me a coffee slash boogie bumper. Yes, gimmick infringement. <laughs> That's a good idea, bro. So. That's a very good idea. Maybe I'll win 50 bucks. Who knows? I've heard that Royce is just handing out 50s now. So, <laughs> All right. I'll be back on Wednesday night with another edition. It'll probably be 7 p.m. again, but we'll see how we go. Uh, you know, the, whatever time we're on will be the same time that we're always on, if that narrows it down for you. Till then, stay calm, stay rational, God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.
2: you know no, i ain't got no neighbors yeah. i'm a local hero right. and i am talking the time talk and i'm known at the gathers and i've been poking around I'm had to ditch that phone and a truck that bing in the bag of the rover never pulled over hey. foot flat down and yeah. i can't drive straight because i ain't that slow, i'm a lovely geezer yeah. oh, so i cut rocks and pots yeah. and smash eggs and pans Look, no, who's there? I came to kick your front door, down. I go Jackie Chan. Ping, ping, power, like lay the low down. Work in the block like clockwork, and it sticks with dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The like, man in the car, another man rolled in a flag. Got I'm moving back. grab that man by the necklace. Phone got broke for the line. Texting his numbers like, look cool, this one next time. I came from
3: dirt and it all got dirty, flirties, two twos, and four fours. Like, catchin' up on that box in Brixton.